<laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is good. I'm happy because the last time we had you, Justin, it was just you telling stories about how Carly Joe whoops your ass. But now she's actually here to whoop your ass when those stories happen. <laughs> <laughs> Over what? Radio station? What was it? Uh, my driving. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Someone's got a lead foot. You, know. you were driving on the I, way I in? I drove, yeah. Nice. Yeah. What kind of car? What are we What are we repping? I got a uh, white Nissan Sentra. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So just whipping the Sentra around Hickory, PA. Dude, these roads are kind of dangerous, too. So yeah, We were in front of a, or behind a semi, and she was like, <laughs> that's wild that's wild have you ever been in an auto accident I have. <laughs> <laughs> like w was it bad like i'm not gonna make jokes if it was bad was it bad or is yeah. it jokeable it's it's uh, yeah it's jokeable okay uh, sweet bad, no. so one of them was with me yeah but that wasn't my fault no that was my fault i wasn't driving that, that accident yeah. <laughs> was it your fault it was just oh uh, yeah it, just yeah. bring them it was 100% my fault. Go. Uh, yeah. 100% your fault. What'd you do? Let's hear it. I want to hear the breakdown. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, technically, I could throw this. So, I was making a left turn, and the car is coming, and I'll floor it and just, you know. Yeah, for sure. She goes, whoa, 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 and I stop a little uh, bit. The hesitation got us smacked. So, that, at the end of the day, went. it's Carly's fault. <laughs> he shouldn't have went. That's just that. See, dude, that's a good analogy for fighting, right? If that second you hesitate is when you can get right, caught. That's right. the problem. You had it. You yeah, had it. I did. I was shooting the gap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the Pittsburgh left anyway? Like they always say the Pittsburgh left, like the left turn yeah. kind of goes first, which is interesting. Do you guys know about like, have you heard the term Pittsburgh left <laughs> no, ever? No. So I think it's because I wasn't born here that I've heard about it. But like most people who are actually from here don't don't know it, which is weird to me. So like if you're at a red light, right like a car here a car here at a red light the light turns green and like you need to go left like normally the guy if he's going straight will just go first like if you're turning left you gotta wait right yeah but the pittsburgh left is like whoever's going left goes first and I've then the straights that. yeah I yeah yeah it's a, it is yeah. for whatever reason it's like a pittsburgh yeah thing. you're supposed to let him go yeah, <laughs> you're really not though like, <laughs> like heard that, but yeah like yeah. technically the person going straight has the right of way yeah but in pittsburgh it says we're just such nice people yeah I'm that's sure. all it is yeah, clearly <laughs> i think about all the people you're holding up if you wait you know exactly I mean? dude that see and that's the way to look at it because not everybody's gonna be going left yeah. let that one guy go then traffic's good to go right, right so dude this is the first first for food on a podcast i think right Danny? besides like the the chip challenge and everything have we ever had food i don't think so <laughs> and minios i don't know if you can see it on the camera they're not sponsoring us but if you want to i'm just saying minios. <laughs> we're not turning that down this was when we did the pizza rankings chris where did minios rank this was one this this was your number one squirrel hill minios, squirrel hill yes. minios so we got pepperoni and mushroom and it does it's really good it's exactly as good as i remember but i just don't want you guys to listen to me chew in the mic the whole time <laughs> so i'm like i'll eat this when we're done <laughs> but you guys have noticed the these two not eating pizza not having whiskey because you guys got fights coming up so you can just stare at us having the time of our <laughs> lives and think about <laughs> how that pizza must taste. But did just I'll start with you because we just announced the the big multi-fight deal, which was an honor, man. Like coming to terms with that, having you be the first guy, it just makes sense, right? Like there's nobody more two four seven. You and Ethan Goss, I think, are tied for the most appearances. So 
it's an honor, man. Thank you for yeah. that. And we're like, we're super excited to build this. But what for you made it appealing? Because you don't see regionally like a multi-fight deal very often. Um, it doesn't really make sense for me to fight for anyone else. And you guys always treat me well. So it's just like it made sense, you know. Regardless if I signed the contract or not, I probably wasn't going to fight for anyone else in the <laughs> year. So it just made sense to just like, yeah, okay. Make <laughs> it formal. I like yeah. that. And for people who don't know, Chris took over as Justin's manager pretty recently. So this was negotiated by Mr. Chris Williams as well. And the negotiations went super smoothly, man. We kind of, I kind of like joked about it on Instagram, but it was. It was like the smoothest, most friendly negotiation. We both did want some things and both like compromised the way it yeah, should be. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. So what? But it, was, it, yeah. was, it was an easy one because, you know. Yeah. It's one of those ones where like truly it just makes sense for both right. of us. Yeah. Like <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Like you said, you probably weren't fighting anywhere else anyway. And if you did, it wasn't going to be as good of an offer for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I asked, uh, not mentioning names, but after a couple of promoters, and they were like 300, 300 plus ticket sales. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I'll fight 15 minutes from my house. So why, why would I travel? You know? Yeah, so. dude. Yeah. And in Monroe, like that is a perk for you too that we're in Monroeville a good bit and then obviously where our new venue is isn't far from your house either which is, is interesting it, is it Murraysville north for sales uh, okay yeah, yeah that's like, yeah, it's not far yeah it's close I mm -hmm. grew up right around you know so. that is crazy did you grow up where I dropped the tickets off like is that roughly where you grew up I grew up 15 minutes from there okay. if, if that maybe 10 to my mom's house. wow so that's yeah. great so it's uh I've been in that area forever, you know. So that I mean, makes so. sense that that's why you tear it up. So who, like when you sell tickets, because for people watching, if you've ever been to a Justin Patton fight, you've heard the crowd. Like when you fight, it's pretty wild. Your support system's crazy. Is that mostly people who know you from fighting or is it like people you grew up with? Like what is your crowd that you sell it's, to? It's a little mix of both. Mm -hmm. It's my friends growing up, my family, people that know me from fighting. Some people just hit me up for tickets. Yeah. So it's like a mixture of everyone, but like my friends and my family supporting me through all this is crazy. Yeah. I never thought in a million years I'd have come out and see that many people rooting for me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Like uh I remember going to the fights and watching um Pinnacle fights actually and they were they were talking about Cody and talking about other people that were like headliners and I remember I didn't even fight yet and I'm I'm gonna be up there. Like I'm gonna be doing that. Nice. And I didn't think like you know I wanted to but like I didn't <laughs> fully believe it yeah but now it's like wow this is nuts you know I was just telling somebody I forget who I was talking to but talking about your journey man how amazing it is like how you're still young but it feels like you've been in this scene because you have been in this scene for so long like you're one of the few that's part of that OG group while also being part of the current movement like in a very big way like what's that just relentlessness been like on your end because when you think about it, man, like regional MMA, tough, tough thing to stick to. Like at any point you could be like, dude, what am I doing? I'm just going to get a real job, be a normal human. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Yeah. But like you're one of the very, very few that stuck with it. Uh, it's it's uh, different. The times have changed. You know, people don't spar like we used to. People save their brain cells <laughs> a, little, a little more, you know. And I went from like Kama, Mark, and all the guys at Fight Club to be like, their punching bag mm -hmm. to like now I get to hit people and I'm landing and I'm working on what I, you know what I mean before I was just thinking about surviving Ugh. and now I'm like oh what am I setting up what am I doing you know what I mean nice so it's evolution of the game's cool I like it yeah how's the evolution of the scene been like this goes for both of you really because you both started training somewhere else than where you are right now 
primarily and like there's all the cross training happening right now in pittsburgh as well like the stout saturdays are pretty classic do you go to stout on saturdays too yeah okay i wasn't sure but like that whole dynamic i was there maybe two weekends ago on saturday just to see and like that room is insane insane on saturdays everybody that's there so having that here has got to be nuts like what's that been like for you guys yeah i mean um it's it's cool like i actually kind of started coming up here because of like cross training i used to train on all american with nick and stuff and um he kind of actually got me coming up here to the academy first mm. um i sparred there like a handful of times and i started going up to the factory and then i ended up going over to stout too and i just kind of became like part of my um like my routine for like training and like eventually i'm like I love it up here. Like I was training at the factory a lot, and I was getting a lot better in my grappling, just overall. And I'm like, might as well come up and, and stay, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's been like, it's crazy. Actually, <laughs> it's the yeah. yeah. She used to drive the whole way from yeah. Connellsville. Yeah, I drive like an hour and a half. I get off work, at, and I honestly I'd leave work sometimes early even to, to get up here and like train. Um, there was like a time when all American shut down and I that's kind of like the period where I'm like I had to train somewhere. I had a fight coming up in like two weeks and mm. um the gym shut down. Nick texted me. He was actually in a uh he was in fighting for Bellator and then mm-hmm. uh the owner of the gym or the owner of like the building or whatever was like messaged him was like, Hey, uh you need to get all your stuff out of the gym and he's like getting ready, like cutting weight for oh his my like, Bellator fight. And he texts me like that Monday or something and is like, Hey, the other gym shut down. I'm like, Okay. So oh boy. I asked Isaac, I'm like, Can I finish like just finish my camp up there? And he's like, Yeah, like of course. Of course, so I didn't yeah. Think twice about it. Um, and that's kind of just like how I got this it's like I'm just gonna stay. Like the gym was gonna be shut down for a long time and you know, it just worked out kinda. Was that when they had the roof? Was yeah, it the roof issue? The roof, okay, roof. I remember like, that. Maybe training on the mats and like you know, like dodging water, dodging, <laughs> dodging, dodging the ceiling, falling through. Oh yeah. my so god! We, yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. Because MMA is not brutal enough. Let's right. add, so let's right. add that to it. The ceiling's falling. <laughs> it's through. like extreme MMA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was funny, honestly. But that's freaking nuts. Yeah. But I mean, what a better place than the Matt Factory for you to end up? And oh, I, yeah. like the female scene in general is clearly growing as well. Yeah. Like those pictures, I, I forget what day it is sorry but like when, yeah, yeah like the pictures of just all the girls training together ver- if you would take that picture five years ago it's like three three people yeah, yeah they got the whole front of the gym yeah that's yeah. insane yeah. Up, up in the front killing each other like, you guys mm-hmm. are psychos. that is <laughs> it's our corner, it's our corner. <laughs> that's yeah. good and what what are they doing now like what's the new wrestling program going there that i've been seeing so actually me um gina Tallarico, cheyenne and uh, uh Lindsay. i can't say Lindsay last what name. a crew but yeah, uh, we just started um, coaching the girls wrestling team for Kiskey High School. So I'm the head coach, and then Gina's the assistant, and Lindsay and Cheyenne like help us uh, like volunteer with us and stuff. Nice. So, yeah, that's that's something that's crazy. That's crazy. Like it was Isaac and Lindsay kind of like told the the coaches that we're trying to put it together. Like, hey, we got some girls, and they asked if I wanted to like head coach for them. Like think i can do it yeah that's awesome you know because like wrestling wasn't i wrestled in middle school and high school a little bit but like i didn't stick with it like i was training mma like during that time too and i just wanted to do that more so i kind of like did that but like that was yeah it was cool to it's cool to like 
be one of the like girls that were like on the boy wrestling team and like had to go through like that hard time and now I get to like coach a girls team. It's it's like it's awesome. It is crazy to see women's wrestling in general yeah. is blowing up right yeah, now, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How have you seen it, Chris? Like you obviously keep tabs on that. You're obviously the boxing guy and the you got the hands in town, but you're obviously involved in the scene in general. So what's that like for you to see, you know, women's wrestling, which at one time seemed so obscure. Yeah. And now it's like everywhere. I think it's great. Like, yeah. It's gonna give all the little girls more confidence and just in general. It's, yeah. it's a great movement. It's a it's a great thing. We yeah. people talk so much like how vital wrestling is just to build character and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think that's the secondary benefit too yeah. for women. It's like they're really 100%. how else are they gonna get something like that? Hundred percent. Yeah, like these girls don't probably don't understand like what they're doing right now, like how savage it is. Like to be the first to like kind of, you know Yeah, they'll look back on it. To like, like look back on yeah. pioneers. And like stuff. Mm-hmm. literally. Literally like yeah, they're like making a making a way for Day like, one. so many girls like that like coming up, you know, and yeah, it's just it's just something special. This is my ignorance on the subject, but like what's the highest level that a woman wrestler could achieve right now? Like what what could they win that would be like? I oh think my it God. depends where they're at. Yeah. Okay. I think like okay. Ohio, I think, was the first to have girls, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Is that correct? I, I maybe. I honestly have no idea. Um but I, I have think no idea. yeah, I think they had state I think they might have had states. Okay. Yeah, the, but the I girls could be had wrong. states, like the one like well, the one girl on um, she's on my team now, but like I don't even want to take credit for her credentials whatsoever because it's not nothing that I've done. But she's like a three-time state champ. Like nice. She's, been, she's a sophomore, so like that's crazy. You know, just to, to even think about her having t- like two more years of high school and then she's gonna go to college. Like, you know, like, who's that? You got uh, a shout. A- Ava Ava Golding. Nice. Yeah, she deserves a shout out. Yeah. Three-time state champ. Yeah. That's right. insane, dude. Yeah, she's awesome. So why well, I was asking that because I'm just thinking like the way. Some men who wrestle idolize wrestlers, you know, like Kale Sanderson yeah. or any of these Olympic level wrestlers. Like women are going to have that mm-hmm. soon, I would imagine. Like yeah. these oh, women yeah. to look up to. Oh yeah, it's a very cool thing. Well, we're going to be here too. Oh, dude, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, where else? Yeah. We were talking about that earlier, or I think I was talking about that with Cheyenne. Was I talking about you, or was it Cheyenne? About what? Just the girls and like, there's going to be like just out of girl. Mm-hmm. There's going to yeah. be one of these little girls. They're going to get a little girl that comes from a wrestling family and they've been wrestling yeah. their four older brothers are state champs and boom there yeah. she is yeah, yeah. it's just a no matter it's just it's just a matter of time yeah there's like there's a like a couple girls that are even like i'm wrestling because my brother's wrestling, exactly wrestled, yep. or like my whole family does mm-hmm. and they're like exactly. i'm gonna do it now. that's so right cool. yeah it's it's awesome it's such a like unnatural sport to some degree too because it's not every kid grows up playing basketball or throwing a football or something like that but wrestling is just so different man Mm. so it's cool to see that getting into the girl side of things now as well man just awesome so matt factory obviously a big part of making that happen and that doesn't surprise me at all like of all places to do it of course it has to be there and they've changed your game a lot for sure justin i'm sure carly we've talked to you about it before justin so i guess for you being mostly at All-American, now transitioning to the Matt Factory more. What what was that move like for you, and how have they changed your game? Um, I mean, it was definitely, like, a, it was a it was a change in a way. Like, everything I feel like, um, I guess you can say is, uh, is like, more con- consistent. Mm. Like, All-American is awesome. Nick is awesome. Talent there is crazy. Yeah, the talent, Always has like, been. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, 
But just coming up here was like, uh, like more consistently training partners for me, like more girls, more people, guys my size, um, and like it was like a challenge at first, really, because I've never like really been away from like home. Like I've trained with Nick since I was a kid, um, so coming up here was like a was just a challenge for me to um, feel like comfortable in a new place and everything. But like this last, I'd say, like really like six months have been. I finally feel like I'm like transitioned in like into the like gym like fully now. Like I'm comfortable with all the coaches. Like you know I'm not you know like a little nervous and stuff <laughs> new, anymore. Yeah. Like I don't feel like so new, right? I don't feel so new anymore. So. Yeah, and then like Isaac was like super welcoming from the beginning. Like that's shocking. Like, you, yes. know, you got the right guy. Are you sure obviously. Isaac was welcoming? <laughs> yeah, since day one. So, and I think coming up with Nick like at first like helped me kind of. Yeah. You know, oh, definitely. I mean, he's very well respected in this area. So he he needs more respect. Yeah. 100%. However well respected People he is, he needs him. more. Right. Yep. It's insane. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to him about it yesterday. Glenn, every time I come into Glenn Krishner, I know you're listening. <laughs> every time I come into into Nick's gym, Glenn Glenn will be there sparring and he'll freak out. Justin, I'm like, what's up, dude? You know, I'm like, do you not know who Nick Brown is? Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, you should ask Nick Brown for an autograph. I was telling this Nick this last night. I'm like, dude, don't take any of like, I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah, don't yeah, beat me yeah. up anymore because of it. <laughs> for sure. But Nick's, Nick's been the dude for so long. Yeah. 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 I like we start. I start, It's crazy to think like I started training with him. Like, he was like maybe two and zero as an amateur. Wow. Just to think like wow. how far he's gotten since mm-hmm. then. Like, wow. What is it? What is his record now? His pro record. That's what. Yeah, I was gonna guess like eleven and three or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's nuts. He yeah. just won in Morgantown, right? Yeah. 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 Has he? That, is anything scheduled since then? No. Okay. Yeah, we were yeah. just asking him. Uh, last time I seen him, I asked when he's fighting again. He said he's not sure. So. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. He's all man. That is, it's crazy to think the way he flew under the radar for so long and yeah. was literally in Bellator and like doing good things yeah. in Bellator. And it's weird. What do you think it was with? I mean, you know him better than anybody. Um, I think here. it's his personality. He's yeah. a quiet guy. Mm-hmm. He don't. Exactly he doesn't care yeah. about you know being the center of attention. Yeah, um, he's not making twenty posts for every workout. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and he's honestly, just in the gym, like working and. That's I think that's why like he doesn't talk he doesn't talk about like I he's that guy you see walking in the street that you think you could oh. you could beat up and oh jeez he'd sleep you in there <laughs> in two yeah. seconds however he wants too yeah. it doesn't matter Any way like, he wants. it's like a choose your own adventure like right. pick the way I'll do it yeah, I yeah, promise yeah, 100%. <laughs> dude yeah that's it's wild to think of it's just like as storied as Pittsburgh's combat sports scene is he's he's the one that I would pinpoint that mm. most people sleep on oh, for, oh, sure. for sure 100%, 100%. I think get him yeah. on the podcast maybe. I don't know would he even do it do you think would he want to do it he might yeah okay might, sweet yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. definitely have whiskey for that one for him <laughs> he's probably not gonna drink like Nick have yeah. this have this I don't, loosen so there up was this one time he was it was after I think it was after one of his fights now this is a story I was told so I'm probably missing some details <laughs> yeah but he was with Ethan and maybe Josh Bram, I could be wrong. Ethan Hayes Ethan for people Hayes. listening, yeah, because yeah, Ethan Hayes. Yeah. and they went to some place to like eat after a fight <laughs> and Nick asked for this one specific alcoholic beverage. They didn't have it and he was like, 
give me a Pepsi or something. Uh, he's like, he's like, that's just, yeah. I want to know what his one drink I is. I can't now. remember. Like, Ethan would know. Very specific. Yeah. I hope it's something hilarious, like a it, like a I sex think, on the beach or something no, like that. It, 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 yeah. it was it's like a, like a yeah. thing. A <laughs> hato or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, wait, why are you getting that anyway? <laughs> but again, a guy... I'm not going to talk shit about your drink selection. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, really? But, Carly, obviously, you have a fight coming up, too. This, Like I said, this isn't live. So by the time this comes out, it's been announced, I okay. would say. Okay, so cool. we'll just pretend right now that okay. it's been announced. <laughs> so this is a sick matchup. And I'll be straight up. Like, I was surprised that she wanted to fight still amateur. We had heard that she had been, like, she thinking about going pro. Tour. She's really? Okay. Bellator, LFA, maybe one of the two, but yeah. She's, Either way, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, did you know about her before she was even proposed as an What's opponent? What's funny is I was, like, looking for girls that I would fight. Because I'm, mm. like, I'm fighting in December. Like, mm. if they need help finding an opponent, like, I got... I'll do it. Like, yeah. I got girls that I, like, will fight. And she was kind of one of them. I actually kind of... Like, I saw her on, on the, like, topology, and she was fought in heavier weight classes, and I wanted to fight at 25. So I'm like, eh, maybe, but, like... That's not gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna right. like, but yeah. So I kind of like knew of her, but I mean, it didn't matter who it was. I would say I yes. didn't think it would. <laughs> I didn't think it yeah. would. the The last time you competed for us, obviously, you ran into a buzzsaw. Like, have dude, you followed her career? So she fights like every weekend. Oh, she's my, she's making her pro debut. It's tomorrow. insane. She took tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow night. She so it will have happened by the time people hear this. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> and it was like on a week's notice. She doesn't even surprise dude. me. She is she's a like, savage she's dude. She's 11 and 3 now. She falls, fights like every month. Yeah, I'm a I'm 100% a fan. <laughs> dude, uh, we were I forget who we were trying to match cuz there's only a handful of women like especially pro women, but I remember wondering, it might have been Sid Roth. I don't I don't remember when Sid was like thinking about making her pro debut. But I was asking Kelly Anunson like, "Hey, is Wendy looking to go pro anytime soon?" And she was like 7 and 1 or something, 7 and yeah. 2 at the time. And he was like, no, I want to get her, like, four or five more before we go pro. I was like, bro, she's had nine amateur fights. She kills everybody. I'm like, what else yeah. do you need to see? But he gets it. Trust the process, yeah. bro. Yeah. Trust. He gets it. Yeah. Well, when, I was like, like, when I was a kid growing up, they would always say, like, ten, at least ten fights as an amateur. Mm -hmm. And I see some of these people going pro, like, after five. And, like, you're, I mean, I get it. You're five and oh. But I feel like you need to, like, taste the loss, Dude. taste the hard fight. You know, go through the struggle a little bit before you turn pro because, like, can't go back after right. that. Right. Sound off on this, Chris. I want to hear your opinion on this matter. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like Wendy, uh, what's her name? Wendy? Anunson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like her husband was in the UFC. Mm -hmm. yeah. He knows what it takes. Yeah. He, he, she's seven and one, and he said, what, four more? Mm -hmm. Three, four more? Mm -hmm. He hasn't seen what he wanted to see. Just because yeah. she's seven and one doesn't mean shit. Right. Records, you know what I mean? He's It's. He hasn't seen what he wanted to see. So he important. Feel that she was ready. It just shows how much, how important the right coach, the right advisor is. Because I mean, you said like people going pro after five, which does definitely happen. Mm -hmm. But man, you see people going pro after one or two now. Yeah. Like yeah. they'll go to a different state yeah. that'll sanction them and go yeah. pro. Yeah. That's like it's in crazy. boxing. There's people like boxing's the worst. But you'll have sure. a fighter that's five and ten, <laughs> and then someone who's fifteen and zero, and the guy who's five and ten will be significantly better. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because the fights they took, yep. and the way the career yep. went, et cetera, et cetera. That's hard to imagine in MMA, honestly. Even like I can't think of any situation where that would happen. Maybe it could. It could, mm -hmm. I guess. It just seems harder to handpick in MMA. Yeah. Yeah. So many ways. Definitely. To win. Yeah. 
and and yeah, just the chaos of the fight. Like so many things can happen. Mm. The the chance of a lucky punch is way higher in MMA. Like just all of that. Four ounce gloves. It doesn't take much, you know. <laughs> Dude, speaking of four ounce gloves, your last fight with Kyle Zimmick, that was like we got to see some vintage Rock'em Sock'em Patton in that. <laughs> How fun was that for you? That was a good time. <laughs> it could have ended better. But. How was it for you? Wait. Nah, it was it was good. Like I mean, I I, I trust his uh, nice. abilities. So, but it's scary a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. You know, like I need to not. People start brawling and you start brawling. You know, I yeah. I, like, I don't I welcome it, but I sh yeah don't, I don't need to all the time. You know. Cody Garbrandt maybe being the most famous example of a guy like that. If you can lure him into a firefight, he's gonna firefight you. Yeah. So like, I know you got a little of that in you. So how do you tame that? Like, what do you? How do you control that? Because sometimes it's good, right? Sometimes yeah. you need to fire back with fire. So like, what's that? I just try to listen to my coaches yell at me. I, <laughs> I remember, I remember coming out of the second round or something, and they're like, "Why are you getting into a brawl with him?" Like. I don't know. He was there to get hit. Like, you know, he was standing there, so I was standing there. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. But it's, I mean, it's, as long as you're, like, the way we train with our defense and stuff, I feel fine in mm -hmm. the fire. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sorry. No, dude. Go for it's it. It's just, yeah, it's just that feels fine. But at the same time, he can hit that one punch, and you know? For sure. For sure. Cage size. There's yeah. not much room yeah. <laughs> against Kyle Zimmick. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Imagine in a boxing ring, like fighting like a uh, like a Mexican fighter that's just on your ass the whole time. The entire time. And you yeah. have a real small ring. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get that big ring, you got mm -hmm. a little more space. Mm -hmm. You know, a little more room to move. Well, let's talk about that because December is going to be the big cage. Right. So how exciting is that for you? Yeah, it'll be fun. Some uh, <laughs> more room to dance. It's going to be know different I mean? for a lot of people. Like, yeah. whoa, what's this? All the yeah. space. Yeah. Especially yeah. like people who have only competed for us. There's actually a lot of Am Glenn Christner mm -hmm. being one of them has competed mm -hmm. like four or five times for us now. I, yeah, that's which is crazy to think because it feels like he just debuted yesterday to me. Right, but, like mm -hmm. he's been busy. When he feels the big cage, he, it's going to be very different yep. for him. I would strongly suggest anyone that's never been in a cage that like get in there after like if you get in yeah. on weigh-in night, get yeah, in and just get in there and see the difference. It's, a big mm -hmm. yeah. the other cage was like you touch gloves and you're just uh -huh. running, you're running uh, at each other which right. you know has its benefits in terms yeah. of activity but right. <laughs> around here it also helps the wrestler a lot oh, i think yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure how do you get cage work you two because obviously there's no cage in all america, all america. Oh, yeah. they got a full size is it like what size is it do you know um, I don't know. About it's a little no. Nah, it's a, it's maybe like a little bit smaller, but it's oh, close. Okay. Yeah. It's close, yeah. It's so close. our new cage is going to be bigger than what you're used to, regardless. Yeah. 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 Are you doing anything to like? Are you going to try to go somewhere that has like a bigger cage to feel before um, ours? Southside Boxing. Has, oh yeah, uh, they yeah. they got Pinnacle's old. Yeah. Cage, so we what's up, do you know what size that one is, Chris? I don't. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know either. It seems it seemed pretty big. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I forgot they had that. That's yeah. sweet. So I go down there and get some work. Um, other than that, just do what we do. You know, that's it. That's it. I think the more rooms, better for us. You know, definitely. I think it's going to help. Yeah. The more more skillful people will be able to use it for sure. Yeah. What do you know about Olave? Because he's been on our radar for a while. I feel like maybe we've tried to match him for you, or maybe even Ethan before. But I know he's a guy that like his team, that Kaizen MMA. We've always tried to get their fighters to come in and for whatever reason it's just never worked out so finally it worked out which was cool, cool story for us. about yeah. kaizen mma do it want to hear it do oh, it hold on let's let them talk <laughs> let's let let's let this settle in a little bit before we do that story. he was there for it yeah. oh all right yeah, all right is, all right 
Even better. Let's um, go. I mean, I don't know much about them besides what my coaches tell me. I watch a little bit of video and let my coaches watch it and tell me what to do. It's every fight, you know. That's awesome. I don't like to watch too much. I just watch out for this, do this. All right, cool. You know, I'm just the, crazy. They're holding the controller. I'm just the character in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love looking at it that way. And that's it. Just makes it easier for me, less to deal with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, less to worry about. And uh, I mean, I know he's he likes to be forward, forward pressure and stuff. You know. But nothing new. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> nothing new, you know. Go in there and do what I do. It's funny to say it's like a controller because there's been so many times where I've noticed Isaac Dempsey to say something and watch you guys do it. Matt Factory seems so good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was either – it was Edwin. Edwin Vera, one, one of his fight against uh, Austin Martinez. And Dempsey was like – it really was like Dempsey had a controller. Like everything Dempsey said, Edwin would do and it would work. And I was like, this is kind of crazy to witness right now. Like he's literally just telling him exactly how to win this fight. Yeah. Pretty sweet. That's what Isaac – one thing Isaac says is like honestly because we drill the same – the same um, takedowns, the same transitions over and over and over again. Isaac's like, when you guys get to this position, I shouldn't even have to say anything. You mm -hmm. guys should know what you're doing already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I get you up against Cage, I know what I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? So. How, I mean, Isaac, we talk so much about him as a person, but I feel like we don't talk about him as a coach a whole lot for whatever reason. Like, we know, obviously, he's the head general there at Matt Factory, yeah. but we don't really talk about his specific coaching technique or tactics and style. So what's it because it's it's a funny like juxtaposition for me because I know Isaac is like the the kindest friendliest dude that I've ever met in my life. There's no way that that's a hundred percent the case in training. No, so yeah, no. like what's hard ass Isaac like? It's <laughs> he's ignorant. It's tough. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to the training and if and if you're not, it's not about it's about just doing it and giving it your all mm -hmm. in training. Like, if you're not giving your all, he smells it out, yeah. and you're going to work twice as hard. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, you got to go. You know what I mean? And um, he pulls something out of you that sometimes you don't think you have. You know what I mean? Even in the training room, make That's you so work sick. hard, you know? So it, it's it's different. You how, know? how cool to have a guy at his age and what he's accomplished and still competing at an extremely high level, too. Like, you talk about walking the walk, like, he's that guy. Oh, yeah. That's why I'll run through a wall. Anything he says, I'm doing it. All right. Yeah. This is going to win me the fight? All right. You know, because he'll, <laughs> he'll be right beside me doing it. You know, yeah. we used to, um, we would do Murphs after every, uh, yeah. after every morning class, Monday and Wednesday, and he'd be right there along, alongside me doing it on the Versa with me. You know what I mean? It's just. The he, Versa. Different. That's different legendary. Yeah, dude. The Versa is my favorite, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. That's we, a found good. The, we found the, um, the battery That's thing. Not, Lucas found that, it. Remember that last time. <laughs> Lucas like, you threw me under the bus, and he found it. It was like underneath some stuff. He's like, dude, I found it. <laughs> oh, funny how you find it after I call you out. <laughs> right? Right? It was probably at his apartment or something. He was keeping it. Absolutely. He's like, oh, man, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, dude. Let's hear it. Let's hear Kaizen's story. I, I'm... I'm sitting um, on this one. Um, I got to know this. <laughs> well, I'm sure when they get up here and see us, they're going to go, oh. Those guys. Well, they know already. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, they know for sure. what team it is. In fact, he was in the corner. Yeah, I was in Shaka's corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Shaka right. fought, um, what was the kid's name? I'm at, I'm I, at care, uh, I can't even remember, I can't his, remember name. his name. The kid had like over 200 kickboxing matches. Oh. He, had like, he was oh an God. elite, elite striker. Um, I forget the kid's name. He's good. He's really good. And Shaka went down. It was for Rocket Combat Sports. Mm. It was in Virginia. Mm -hmm. 
and I caught things all the way through from the minute we got there. As soon as we got there, from I'm gonna miss things. There was so much that I, <laughs> you know, it was like a movie. Like, did you ever see um, um, with Mickey Ward, the movie about yeah, Mickey Ward, how yeah, things the they kept screwing yeah. him over? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was like that. Yeah, and Chalk was like, no, I'm like, dude, dude, this is going on. So oh, boy. we get there, they give us the wrong hotel, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. strike one. Yeah, yeah, right. Then we go and the uh, Ahmed has a ton of problems making weight. Shock is running. Mm-hmm. Shocker makes weight by like two pounds, etc. Dude misses weight. They want to move. They want to bump up the weight. All this stuff. The weight is supposed to be, or I'm sorry, the fight was supposed to be a four round fight. How did it work? It was supposed to be a a three rounder, but it could go to four or something like that. No, it was four. That's what it was. It was four. And if it was tied after four, it would go to five. What in the world? In the locker room before the fight, they come in, they say, talk to everything. Hey, we're still trying to figure out how many rounds your fight's going to be. I said, oh, no. The fight is going to be four rounds because that's what's in the contract. You guys are trying to pull it back because you know your dude's out of shape or you know yeah, your dude right, right. struggle making weight. He actually got on the scale and I watched him miss weight and they tried telling me that he made it. Oh. And I was like, they were like, are you caught? Are you saying we're lying? I was like, yes. That's exactly. I watched what I'm saying, him miss actually. weight. Wow. And all this. So, anyways, blah, 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 blah. We get to the fight and. Uh, we're four rounds in, whatever. Shaka even landed a takedown. Shaka whooped his ass. I mean, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Not one person in the arena thought he lost. The fight, the very first score was 40 to 36. And I and they said a name, and I didn't hear it, and I looked at Patton, and I was like, what did they say? And he was like, Come at, or whatever dude's yeah. name is. I was like, oh, my God. So then anyways, the scores ran at 40 to 36 right across the board for the other guy. So we start like, the whole place starts going nuts. We start flipping out. I ran out. I'm running around the ring. I'm screaming at the commission. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not fucking vacationing here. Fuck you. We're not fighting here. Nothing. Like, I'm flipping out. Like, everything I can think to say. Earth is there. awesome. And she's going nuts. Kama, um, Akeem. Patton, we're all oh, flipping dear out. God, man. Dude, they tried escorting me and Calm out. We bought we bought it off. We were ready to fight. Akeem, the cops tried getting Akeem out. Akeem was ready. It was crazy. Yikes. It was nuts. It was so like the uh what was the sheriffs were there? They grabbed yeah. us. They were like, listen, I know you're upset. We get it, but you gotta chill out. And it it was just it was nuts. That was semi recent, right? Like that was like maybe a couple years ago. Two years ago. Two. Or I was two gonna years say. Ago I feel like since like I've that. been a part of it was of the worst. It was the worst robbery okay. I've, ever, I've ever been a part of. It was just nonstop. I actually wrote to the commission to try and get it overturned. Like I don't do that. Right. Right. Virginia's commission bad. is is really goofy, man. And the, they're horrible. The only reason I know is because we thought about having a show in Richmond at one point, like mm-hmm. before we settled on Cincinnati. Like Richmond was the original idea for us, so we went down and like explored a bunch of places. We even had a venue picked out, had talked to all of the local gyms. Like it was really appealing. And then we heard about how the commission works, and it's like different divisions for ammies and pros it's It's a different commission for ammies than it is pros and then they just kind of like what you said like it's really up to their discretion to just decide what they're going to do it's really like the wild west in virginia it's it's, it was 
Yeah. Like so much to the point even that you guys remember Hunter Starner that fought Cam yeah, Allgaier? Yeah, yeah. When he came up, he was five or six and oh. But the PA commission only thought only recognized him as two and oh because like four of the fights were in Virginia and we're like, we only even count those. Like whatever happened in Virginia doesn't even matter to wow. us. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that bad. Yeah, so I didn't like, realize it was that bad. So we had wow. to like petition to make that fight at mm. advanced standard. Like meanwhile, Hunter Starner's a stud. Like there's yeah. no doubt yeah, he right. deserved to be advanced. But that's how bad like Virginia was viewed in the eyes of the PA commission was like, we don't even care what happened there. We're not mm-hmm. going to count it. It was weird. Yeah. Worse than West Virginia, though. You know who was, uh, <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Which Miranda is Maverick was the um, announcer that night yeah. for Shaka's fight. Yeah. She was, Interesting. She came back to do an announcement. And she was sitting there like, dude, you should have won. That's Miranda's bad, a beast. Yeah. She, she trains I like her a lot. House yeah. of Muay Thai, I think, down there in Norfolk-ish. She area. moved to somewhere, though. Yeah, I Denver. I think she went to Denver. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Everybody goes to Denver. Yeah. You think about going to Denver, bro? <laughs> I can't. Me and Nick Brown were talking about this last night. And you got framed out there now. Well, John Day Zeus. Yeah, yeah. How could I forget I play, that? Too? I play Call of Duty with John Day Zeus yeah. all the time. And he, he plays Call of Duty exactly how he fights. He's <laughs> straight to the point, trying to kill everyone, going super hard. If we don't win, he's upset. Like he just yeah, swear he's like That's intense. Awesome. he's intense with everything. He can't lose anything. But uh, I was talking to Nick Brown. I can't leave. I can't leave my family. I yeah. can't leave my gym, my people. You know what I mean? I'm just not. Unless it was like, uh, unless I made enough money to move everyone with me. You know what I mean? That's the only way I could. For I sure. Can, I can't leave the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's my people. I can't imagine you not being in Pittsburgh yeah. either, dude. Like you, this dude's, you might be the most Yinzer guy I know, honestly. <laughs> like I can't imagine you anywhere else in the world. But yeah, the YouTube pattern for sure. Yeah. Like you're Pittsburgh to the core, bro. Yeah, I can't. What about like just going out there to finish up camp sometime or something like that? It wouldn't. If I went out somewhere, it wouldn't be to finish. I would like to go to begin a camp, maybe okay. get a couple of different looks, and then come back and come back and yeah. makes sense. Yeah, iron out with my team. I've talked to a couple of sponsors that said they would. I have um, um, Anthony's towing. He's dude. I'll pay for a trip for you. You can go wherever. You know, I'll cover it. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm not the type to ask for it. I don't ask. You know what I mean? For I'm sure. not a yeah, I got what I need. You know what I mean. If not, I can take care of it myself. So that's a good. Mentality. But uh, eventually, that'd be cool. You yeah, know, maybe go to the ATT, see what Cody's up to, or something like that. You know, love it. It's cool to see everybody from around here that goes on to the next level and like does go to those places, Factory X or ATT, like you said, and then that opens up the pipeline for more guys from this area to go visit them and train there. Obviously, that word means a lot. Like if Fremd says to the head coach. Like Patton's cool, like he can train here. He's good. He's gonna be good. Like that means a lot. Yeah, for sure. So having that, whatever endorsement for sure, means a ton. So I want to talk Carly like about your career in general because you're widely understood. Like I'm, I don't know if you know how people like talk about you, but you're one of the ones that people view as like that next level pro that can do great things in this sport. So what are your goals right now? Obviously still in your amateur career, but like when you see yourself five years from now, are you viewing MMA as a career path or is this kind of just like? Yeah, in a, in a sense. Um, I feel like everybody's like, uh, you're a world champion, we UFC, and like, yeah, I want, I want that. Um, I try not to put all my like focus on just that because then I forget to like enjoy training and enjoy the process. So I just think like, Whatever opportunities come to me, um, it's what's meant to happen. And if that happens, that's great. If not, like there's other things that I'm I want to do. But it all involves this in some in some sense. So, yeah. Um, 
I do see myself like being a pro, getting to like a high level promotion. Um, but I try, like I said, I just try not to like focus on just that because you forget to like enjoy the journey. Yeah, I think f- women's MMA is really interesting because the pool is so much more shallow. Yeah, which in theory means there's a higher likelihood that you're going to make it to the UFC. Yeah. But on the flip side means if you go on a losing streak, you're also way more quickly forgotten. Uh-huh, and I think 100%. that's like the other side of the coin that people don't really consider with that. Yeah. Where like now you're just this scrub that nobody cares about. And that's a terrible reality of it. So yeah. when you think about that, is that more exciting for you? Like, hey, the potential for me to move quickly is there. Or is it like, wow, if I mess up a few times, this could be it. I don't I don't think about it like that, really. Um, I try not to, like... I, I think, well, I mean, you can't, like, lose all your fights, obviously. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think losses, like, change everything. Um, I mean, it's like a... Like, you can win your next fight and you can win your next one. I'm, like... <coughs> I know as long as I... <laughs> <laughs> I deal with this all the time. <laughs> and it always starts during my fight camps. She'll start coughing. I'm like, Carly, You're going to get me sick, bro. Yeah. Not even that. She just has a constant cough. <laughs> and I can't sleep at night. Like she's not even sick. No. She just coughed. Yeah, like, Carly, come on. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But, yeah, I guess it, like, you know, I, wa- I want to win my fights and everything. But, like, I'm not, when I'm, like, when I fight, I'm like, I just want to do my best. I want to finish my fights because um, I think decisions are sketchy sometimes. Like, yeah. you can lose decisions you could have won. Um so yeah, I like, I just try to enjoy the journey. I like I love this. It doesn't matter if I I fight or not. Like when I got knee surgery, I really had to ask myself mm. like, like how much do I like love this because I might not I'm not gonna be able to compete for my entire life. So yeah, I just want to enjoy the journey. Whatever happens, happens. Like it's it's gonna happen if it's meant to happen. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that you love it. And yeah. same for Pat. Like Patton, you went through that ridiculous stretch of injuries and just freak accidents yeah. and things like that. Right. But I feel like Carly, you're just getting on the other side of a similar stretch, like maybe not to the same degree, but no. you kind of had a series of things as well. Yeah, I mean, I was actually supposed to make my MMA debut when I was 18. Mm. Um, and then, like, uh, some stuff happened, and it kind of got, like, put on the back burner until, like, for, like, three years. So just even, like, going through all of that, like, you know, I'll take or leave. Still of, here. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's just, like, so many things are going to happen, so many – have so many obstacles and like if you just like so focused on like ufc world champion like you're not, you're gonna hate it you're gonna have to hate it it I becomes think. a job yeah it becomes a job yeah like, you have to love my this. favorite like my favorite thing is like it's like sunday practice when it sucks like that's what i love like <laughs> i love the like i love that you know so it's so different yeah. I, I love like one of my favorite things talking to fighters a lot is exactly that like yeah. hearing when you love something that just most people hate like we had yeah. kind of different but we had christian schaefer on the last podcast from yeah. stout and he's only been training for four years which yeah. i had no idea that he progressed that quickly that's crazy. but him just talking about like how he basically lives on the mats and i'm like that's just it's so weird because, like, take an average person. If you've never gone to a jiu-jitsu class, go to a jiu-jitsu class. Like, that's my first tip. Like, go do it. And now tell me that after doing that, your thought is, I would love to do this all the time. Right. Like, that first one, <laughs> it sucks for literally everybody. The yeah. first, you know, however long. But Schaefer was, like, did the first one, and I was like, this is for me. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just, that's so warped. And, yeah. like, it's like what you just explained, too, Carly. Like, you knew 
when I do this, I love it. Like there's just something yeah. about it. So when you think about what is it about it for you that just is like, I need to keep doing this? Um, I think it's like I feel most present, like mm -hmm. training, like, you know, like in that when it's hard and it sucks, like you you got to be on your P's and Q's. You have to be like all the way there. Like if your mind's thinking about work or your dog or whatever, like, I don't know, you get caught up. So I think that's what I like. It's just a moment where I can forget about everything else and like, yeah, just something different i like it because it, it like that little voice in your head you don't have that when you're training real hard yeah you don't yeah. have you don't have any thoughts about what yeah. you're doing until uh, like except what and you're doing like, right you're now. not even yeah, yeah i mean and sometimes you're not even thinking about like i mean I, at least for me like i'm not even thinking about like the next move it's just like whatever feels right like in that moment you know yeah it's like yeah whatever you've been drilling whatever you feel yeah. That's pretty poetic. So it's like a place of like true freedom that you can't yeah. get anywhere else exactly. for you guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really recently cool. read a statistic. You said about that little voice in your head. We all have that, right? Danny, you got that little yeah. voice in oh, your Danny's head? Oh, Danny's is loud, bro. You should <laughs> have that. Too. So I recently read a statistic that it said that like 50 to 60% of the world's population doesn't have that little voice of dialogue going on in their head. Whoa. So they're just empty space headed, just walking around. Like, oh, <laughs> <and> I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, that explains, explains a lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> How many of you are out there? That's one in two. Yeah, right. <laughs> that does explain a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's nuts. That's a super interesting stat. Yeah. I gotta look that up. I gotta look that up. Like, who did they survey to? And th think, like, think of the people that said no. They're probably like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, there's people out there that have a voice in yeah. their head. <laughs> right. That's, that's crazy. Man. But yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense with training. And that's, you know, any high intensity workout for sure will do that. Like, when you're in the middle of dying during a run, you're not thinking about work or anything. You're like, yeah. please don't die during this run. That's all you can think of. There's something about fighting, though, specifically, because then it involves another person as well, yeah. right? So that dynamic just heightens it to another dimension, yeah. which is really cool. And for you guys, like, having just an endless supply, it feels like, at the Mat Factory of new faces, friendly faces, like, mm -hmm. what's that like? What, how do you, like, adjust to training when it's the same person a lot, but then you get a fresh face? Like, what is that like for you guys when somebody new comes into the gym? And it's just, how do you adapt to that? Oh, it's usually a good time. You know, yeah. You show them what it's like, you know. <laughs> but um, it's 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 fun. It, it, like, cause usually at the math factory, it's a high level wrestler, so you know, like, right. This is gonna be tough. You know what I mean? I'm glad like, you went that route, cause that's what I was hoping you would go to, yeah. cause that is the case there. Yeah. Like, you'll see Jason Nolf stop in yeah. or something like that. It's just like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and it's just like you know, this is gonna be tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's a good time. You know, push you, and then it gives you a different look, different shot setups, different things that you're not used to seeing, cause. Uh, me and Edward were even talking about it today, or even me and Shaka, like, you start to pick up on your opponent's, or your teammate's moves. Mm -hmm. Like, he has a set mm -hmm. list. Like, he got a playlist of music that he likes, and you listen to all these songs already, you know what yep. I mean? Yep, So, and then, and then at that point, um, if you, if you spar too much with the same person, it becomes, like, unrealistic. Like, you're not going to get that far into a fight. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. He's not going to know that I, off my switch knee, I throw my right hand, and he's yep. going to slip and go this way. That's he doesn't I, do that, Jacob, by the yeah. way. That was just an example. He's just saying. No, I, I jab <laughs> off of it. He can try to make it miss. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, 
but you get to like unrealistic combos, you know. You're yeah. worried about right. like the sequence. Right. When it, when in a fight, it's only gonna happen for two to three punch, two to three strikes, you know. Yeah. If you're letting like a four to a five to six piece off, this person shouldn't be in there with you. Super yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I never thought of that before, but that makes perfect sense. Like when you're with the same people, you're gonna get to know them to a point yeah. that your opponent's never gonna know you that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crazy. And then you think things that aren't working or that aren't working don't work at all anymore. But it's just they know what's coming because you do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Carly, for you, obviously, you work with guys a lot as well. Yeah. But as we said, the the female talent pool is a lot smaller. So was there ever a point where you were constantly getting work with the same people and just really desperately needed another look? Yeah. Um, kind of like kind of why I like, came up here in a sense because mm. there was like more options for like training partners for me. Like when I was a trainer in All American, I trained with Faith Nichols like mm. like every literally like every single day because we would me and her were pretty much like the only girls in the gym. Um, so like coming up here has gave me more options, but now it's like also now I'm at that point where well I do I train with Cheyenne like every every single day. Mm -hmm. Even like Brit, like even me and Brit's gotten to like kind of like know each other's like style a little bit, a good bit. Um, but then again, Isaac still has some girls like every once in a while, some girl that we've never met before comes down and, you know, we get a different look. Like we just, there. her name's Anya. I forget her last name. Um, but she wrestles for uh, Gannon uh, University. Mm. And she started coming down on Sundays. And like, that's honestly great for me because she's, we're like the same exact size and she's a good wrestler. She's pretty good at jujitsu too. Um, she's tough. I gave her a bloody nose her first day of practice and she came back. You As know, is tradition. Brag about that. <laughs> but I'm bragging about her. She came back and I'm like... That know. wasn't about me giving the bloody nose. That was her coming back. Seen, as soon as I seen her nose bleeding in... in <laughs> I knew it was Carly. I knew. I knew Carly did I had did a fight that. I was like, fighting what? that next weekend so she, she was... I'm like, what did you... Remember like, whenever uh, John DeHaze... Were you there when John DeJesus broke uh, Kirk Bradley's nose? No. Oh, I want to hear that. I might Poor Kirk. Was it a knee? No, it was a punch. Uh, oh, I wasn't there either. Oh, uh, sort of. Josh Friend did that to Ethan. So, damn. Yeah, we were at, um, but this me. is back, this is like, like Kirk and John. Like, that's, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, what, we were it boxing. Up, it was up at, um, yeah. at the old uh, Yeah, it was a Friday night boxing. Mean, fight club. Yeah, Fight club. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I walked away for a second. <laughs> I do remember Because everyone was sparring. I walked away for something to get, grab gloves out of the a locker or something. And I come back and Kirk's on the ground leaking. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? John's like, sorry, it got away from me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right, sure well, it did. Got away yeah. from John. <laughs> yeah, all John <laughs> strikes got away from him. That's what he sounds like Kirk's on Call still of Duty. Here, though, so. yeah. <laughs> Dude, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's a legend. Yeah. I didn't know. So, man, I don't know enough about Kirk. Gotta get him on the podcast for sure. Did he used to fight? Like, why was he sparring? He just liked to no, spar. Gave guys looks. No. He was just doing. Honestly, it was like a warm-up round oh, for like okay. John. It okay. was just like yeah. you know, John. You just know they <laughs> Hey, just move, John. Use your footwork. Use your jab. Bang! Makes it, that makes it way funnier. Like, punches always get away from you in the warm-up round. Right. Everybody knows that. Right. <laughs> Poor Kirk. But, dude, yeah, what a good guy. I had no yeah, idea. Great. I had no idea that that ever happened. But, yeah, Fremd and Ethan Hayes, that happened with two. Doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I forget what, what strike it was. I think it was a kick, but, yeah. Nose. Sounds what, right. What, Fremd broke Ethan's nose? Yeah. Ethan's face used to look different. Oh. <laughs> Not necessarily better, but different. Jeez. That I mean, when you say it like Frem, Nick Brown, Ethan, 
the talent that came from All American yeah, was that insane. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like what was going on there? You were a big part of that crowd. Like, what do you think in your eyes made it a special place to be? Um, honestly, like the I just because I was young when I started training. I was like twelve when I started with like those guys. Um, and they, I just remember they used to beat each other up all the time. <laughs> they sparred <laughs> all the time, and like I'm talking like. Like like Nick would spar like ten rounds in a row. It, it was it was crazy what they would do, and like I I feel like that's just why like they just had so much of that kind of like training that they just I don't know made them. It makes sense. I, I, yeah, I guess it just like you know helped develop their skills. Um, and like Nick's like, I mean he's you know great, and like he helps like helps you know a lot with just in general with everybody. Um helping them get better so yeah how good do you think ethan is because this the reason i ask it like that is like i feel like we still don't know how good ethan actually is ethan's a lot better than he thinks he is yes interesting okay yeah yeah yeah. he always says like he will he'll like never make it to be like he's isn't like ufc level and i'm like freaking could be if you like yeah you know like but saying that <laughs> that's interesting because obviously you guys know him a lot better than yeah. me but just the level i know him that's kind of what i see too is like a guy who doesn't understand how good he is like yeah. i've asked him like i'll tell you guys like we've asked him like if he wants to fight for us or whatever sometimes like i keep trying to get him to fight for us yeah. and he's he always acts like i don't know man i don't even know if i want to fight again and it's like yeah. dude if you would apply it like yeah. i think the raw talent that he has yeah, is crazy yeah. man. like it's he, crazy he's, he's like he he would be he has a ton of charisma too yeah for yeah. sure he's yeah. hilarious yeah. man he's hilarious he's the funniest guy i know yeah. oh yeah. he's, he's a nutcase really yeah he'd be a st- that tattoo he has on his chest mm-hmm. yeah he'd right go the big leagues win lose or draw he's a meme oh everywhere. for sure I for mean, sure dude. Like, yeah. you know it's <laughs> for sure dude <laughs> you're dead on dead on he's like a he's like a family guy yep. and, and he just I think that shows. A, yeah, in a way that he does, like, not does this for fun, but, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, he knows it's serious, but it's, I don't think it's, like, his only, like, goal in life, so he fights when the opportunity is right for him, and it's the right time, and he doesn't have, like, other things going on, and if it's not the right time, he's, like, not scared to be, like, nah, it's not, like, I'm not right now, you know? I respect that a lot, and yeah, I think that's, too. that's really rare, and yeah. even in, in any sport, like, I always like the the freak athletes like randy moss like somebody like randy moss i like more than somebody like jerry rice that like put a ton of work like was crazy dedicated and i respect both but like there's something about those just total freaks in nature that always captured me and i'm not saying ethan is like a total freak in nature but i think he does have some of that in him for sure where it's like he's just way he's just slick with everything he does like that it's just you can tell he's like born for fighting oh yeah yeah how are you a rice or moss guy? I feel like you have I'm an opinion. I'm a rice here. guy. Okay, I could see we, that. I think we had this conversation Did we? last time. Well, there was yeah, there was, there was more whiskey last time. So right. I have no idea what we talked about last. Time. <laughs> <laughs> More of a rice guy. Okay. Ryan Ryan but always I gives me shit. I wasn't too. a Randy Moss hater. Yeah. You know he was. He in, did his incredible. thing. Incredible. He was incredible. Danny Palm, rice or moss? Moss. I knew I liked Danny Palm. See that voice in his head told him to say moss. <laughs> 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 So Patton, for you, we kind of talked about Carly's career trajectory, but what what is it for you? Obviously, like with this multi-fight deal, that sets up uh, our ability to kind of promote you, get you to the next level. We say it with guys all the time, like where Ethan Goss is right now. 
we hope he doesn't ever have to fight for us again. Like, we're very honored every time he fights for us. I think Ethan's amazing. But I don't want to have to promote another Ethan Goss fight because I think he's ready to go, like, get yeah, away from us sure, kind yeah. of deal. Is that how you view this multi-fight? Like, by the end of it, you want to be ready to take the next step? Or how are you approaching um, it? I'm approaching it one fight at a time, honestly. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to – everything goes well. We go on another streak. We put it together. I get on Contender Series, a Bellator, PFL, wherever, whoever wants to, you know, give me a shot and we make it happen. But I'm uh, – I don't like to put all that that weight on my shoulders, you know. It's just one fight at a time. We just take it step by step, you know. I feel like if you you look too far ahead, you're not focused at what's in mm. what's on your plate right now. You know what I mean? I don't want my eyes to be bigger than my stomach. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you had that mentality naturally, or have you had to develop that over time? Because for me personally, I can say even just with two four seven, it's hard for me not to look far in the future. And even though like right now December, we have two shows in December, I need to focus on that. But I'm also thinking about like next year and the new venue and things like that. So it is like I understand that appeal of like, yeah, but wait for this. So, yeah, for sure. Um, you always want to like, I'm like, what do they call that? Um, not projecting, but I'm like trying to like manifesting. Manifest. Yeah, yeah I'm go. trying to manifest what's gonna happen, but I still have to do the right things to make it happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, I could see myself, you know, next year, uh, maybe year and a half getting somewhere you know what i mean nice how do you see it chris because obviously now being his manager and and being the one who kind of brought up and facilitated the multi-fight deal like where where's your head at with it um obviously late next year um we'll be close right around where we need where we need to be <laughs> <laughs> um and then we could discuss things from there yeah, you yeah, could do it again, or whatever. See, see what happens. I like that mentality. Yeah, fight by fight. Yeah, that's yeah, fight by fight. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing. Like, I never not when I first started. Obviously, that was the goal to like get to the UFC, get to Bellator, mm -hmm. get to wherever I can support myself, support my family, you know, be a champion. But um, the words are like Chris and Isaac saying. Like, you will be in the UFC. Like, Chris, I'll say something to Chris, and he's like, you'll be making way more money than that. I'm like, dude, I told him. You got this confidence him. in me. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> what was it, like, years ago? Remember, we had a conversation. I was like, dude, you're not, like, I was like, bro, you're not, you're not the best athlete in town, but you're unbreakable, and you're intelligent as hell. I'm like, we're going to build you to the point where you are great everywhere. And... You know, you're going to get to the point where you're there. It's so cool to see, man. And I think, like, for, for us, obviously, the Cam Allgaier fight is one that we can point to. Like, if we would put that fight on right now, it's a totally different guy. Yeah, than it's right embarrassing. Now. Crazy, it's dude. Embarrassing. Crazy. Yeah, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Actually, we should have put that in your multi-fight deal as one of the stipulations. I'll sign it if you also put in yeah. that you will delete that Every, off the all, internet. All evidence. All footage needs to be deleted. <laughs> like even the original camera cards so need to be scrubbed out. Right, let's get back to the because since I brought up the athlete thing, mm -hmm. and you brought up you like the anomaly. Yeah, and I like Jerry Rice. Yeah, etc. Right. Remember how in the last podcast we talked about you were like you said something about being an athlete can get you there. Yeah, and I was like I disagree. Yeah, blah blah blah. I blah, do blah. remember that. So let's bring it back. Yeah. Um, like an athlete, a great athlete could get there. Mm-hmm. 
that once they get there, if they don't have like the skills, they're toast. Gonna get exposed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone that grinds that isn't the best athlete, okay? When they're ready, they're ready. Yeah. Makes sense? It does. It makes perfect sense. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the amateur, like the coach seeing what they need Absolutely. To That's that example. Absolutely. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. So what do you do with a guy like how, what do you think about Ngannou Fury? Because when we talked about it, we were like, yeah, Ngannou's going to get waxed. Boy, bro. was I full of shit. Same, yeah. dude. Same. Dude, I was... I think... Um, I, I didn't even know. I, I didn't watch the fight. So I didn't watch it either. I'll be totally honest. What people have told me. <laughs> um, a lot of people said that, like, people... They said that it looked like Fury kind of, like, took it easy. And then when he got dropped, it was like, oh, wait, I'm here. Uh, yeah. That type of thing. But at the same time, I mean, Ngannou... Don't don't forget uh Sean Strickland when he beat Izzy has the same team that Ngannou has. Good point. Uh he's coach of the year, Eric Nixon. 100%. Coach of the year. It's Absolutely. not even close. Not, not even close. close. I didn't even By connect a long that shot. Dot. He should win it next wow. year too. <laughs> like, he should win it next year too. Just because, out of respect. Just out of respect. Just, uh, just <laughs> give him, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Next two years. It's not even close. Up. Yeah. It's That's, not even close. No one gave Sean Strickland or and Ganu a shot. That's true. And they both did it. Yeah. What do you think? Because, like, the odds of somebody just coming into MMA and doing that are so low. Like, what Nganu did is beyond comprehension. But what if it would have been the other way? Like, what if Tyson Fury would have came and fought Francis when he was the UFC heavyweight champ and lost a decision, but, like, everybody thought Fury won? Like, that would be an even more amazing feat, right? I don't know. I think because of the variables, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe at a different division because heavyweights are not the most technically skilled. Don't That's a thing, like, I it's think. True. So, and Ghana, a heavyweight came over. That's a big difference. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Brandon Marino's not coming over. Yeah, <laughs> right. Who's, uh, Sugar, who's Sugar Sean talking smack on right now? Frank Tank Davis. Tank. Yeah. And How's that on. go? Come on, dude. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Like uh, dude, I want to see. Come it. on, I'm here for it. Tank would put him out. Like Tank is scary. Yeah, man. that's and a he scary can punch, dude. Like yeah. punch, punch. Like yeah. not MMA punch. It's dude, different. I, I feel like Tank could probably hold his own in MMA with like a year of dedicated training. He he seems just like a total freak to me that would figure in it a, out in MMA. Yeah, like he would hold. No, it, 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 like I'm not saying he would be UFC champ or anything, but I'm saying that he would be like a Styles? solid fighter. He, I mean, well, he can if he if he hits you, you're dead. With Dude, four with four ounce gloves, that's, that's what I'm saying. But what bunch of orbital fractures? His oh. style. Oh. Yeah, no. Who would be the work. best? He wouldn't. He wouldn't Crawford? transition well. Crawford. Crawford used to wrestle, so I mean that. Crawford makes would. Sense. Crawford is someone that he could come to the UFC today, and possibly. What What's he at? Forty five. Who's there? Who's that? Holloway. Who's uh, Volkanovski or Volk? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he don't kick though. That's the problem. The yeah. kicks would change things. But Bud Crawford's someone that can come over and make, yeah. make noise. I want to see that. Speaking of females, here for the cross, Clarissa Shields. Yeah. Um What's her name? Savannah Marshall mm -hmm. is now coming over to PFL. Yeah, that's really cool to see too. Yeah. What have you thought of Clarissa in MMA? Um. Would she? How many fights has she had? Two or three? I want to say two, but Danny Palm would know better than me. I think that, like, 
I like it. I think she's done well for what she knows. When she got, like, she got put on her back. I mm-hmm. think it was her first fight. She got put on her back. Mm-hmm. And she was able to get up, and it wasn't, like, pretty. Like, it wasn't by like, good. And the girl she fought wasn't very good. But you could see that she was, like, in it and trying. Like, she yeah, wants dude. to win. Doing She's it not, at like, all fair. is impressive. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah. And then when the girl, the, the one girl that held her down and won, like, when Clarissa was able to get up or when the round would start, she would give 15 seconds of hell. Like, I got to get you out of here or yep. I'm going to be on my back for another yep. four minutes. But, yeah, I like it. It's wild. It's fun. It's wild in MMA how much wrestling, and this is like a big cliche with MMA, but like the wrestler dictates where the fight happens. It's but true. It's, it's a transition. So true, it's the transition so between grappling and striking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's and the end of the game. In where we're at in Western PA, like it's crazy that that is the foundation for almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And like if it's not, like Pat, if it's not, you got to learn it fast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What was the crash course like for you? Because like we said, the cam fight, which unfortunately we're not scrubbing that from the internet so anybody <laughs> if you want to go watch it it's up live right now 247 no. live <laughs> but what was that process like for you because like i said i mean that wasn't that long ago yeah and you're totally different now uh it's just i think it's just the training room that i'm in you mm-hmm. know it's not um everyone in the room can hand fight and wrestle pretty well yeah you know just from what we do and what we train so it's just become second nature now you know Honestly, like I enjoy Tuesday. Enjoys the wrong word. I uh, I like it Tuesday night wrestling, but it's just <laughs> it, it's tough. It is so Don't tough. Say too much. Yeah. You embrace it. I embrace it. Yeah. yeah I endure it and embrace it and thrive through. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's tough and it's it's a good time. Even wrestling with some of the um, better high school kids and college kids, it's it's tough. But you know, I'm starting to hold my own and whatnot. So I think the level of high school athlete now is crazy to me. Like the more I look at it and just see these high school kids that are didn't what just happened in wrestling? Some uh, high schooler just oh Bassett yeah 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 he, he yeah. won um what do you win what tournament was it yeah there you yeah, go he there beat you go D one wrestler I was like what D1 wrestler. what's happening right now yeah How's I mean those possible? Bassett kids are good yeah they're they're next savages level. yeah who but, are they the Bassetts Bo, yeah what's Bo his Bassett and, and Keegan Keegan yeah. And they have a sponsorship. They have all these deals. Where are they from? John, not, like Johnstown, right? Yeah. Connemall? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Dude, I've been trying to get Bo on a sprawl card like since we started sprawling the Berg, and I can't get through to these kids. Like, dude, I could, I got a hold of Nikki Rod, but I can't get a hold of Bo Bassett. Wow. Like, yeah. that's. You see where they're right. headed. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, that's the yeah. level that he's at. It's he's crazy. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Olympic champ, or, you know, at least in the Olympics. Kid's good. Yeah. yeah, he's good. It's nuts. So, Bo, if you're listening, which I know you're not because you won't answer my emails, <laughs> DMs, <laughs> text calls, nothing. This is Stan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we want you in the case. He said, so here's, here's what started. It was actually all credit to Danny Palm. Bo Bassett did like an interview with UFC Fight Pass and said, I'm interested in the future in fighting. I would love to do like a submission grappling tournament in the meantime to kind of bridge the gap between wrestling and fighting. I was like, oh, interesting. You would like to do submission grappling. Well, I've got just the thing for you. And he's right down the road. He's in like Johnstown or wherever. I'm like, God, come on. So, Bo, return my emails, bro. Come on. (laughs) Please call me back. (laughs) (laughs) Please, man. Killing me. But yeah, it's, it's nuts the level that these college yeah, obviously college some is insane are big. but they, i look them they're bigger than me i'm like dude what the heck <laughs> like yeah i wrestle at 170 i'm like yeah i fight at 45 why are you so strong <laughs> how's that possible what are you what are you eating <laughs> yeah 
but they've just been wrestling forever, you know, and they're just good. It makes know? sense. We're like, what is it, 35-ish days out from the fights right now? Yeah. You look like your weight's doing really good right now, Pat, and I'll say. Yeah, I'm, uh, dude, I'm actually lighter than I thought I'd be. Yeah, I, I can tell. I can so, tell, yeah, yeah. I feel good. I feel good. I think it was the, um, like, Shockey even said to me, like, dude, you're you're in good shape. You're pushing the pace. I'm like, dude, I just had a fight camp. I took <laughs> yeah. maybe, like, a week off and then went back to training. It's not yeah, like I, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't. Mm. I ate a, Don't get me wrong. I, I got a little fat, but it came right off. <laughs> you know, you got to have that certain Did time. you eat Taco Bell? I didn't eat Taco Bell, but we went to El Camp. Good. Yeah. We went to El Camp. Oh, El Camp well, That's, us. that's oh. okay. Yeah. Don't stop Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Call me, used to Taco Bell for his weight cuts. No, like, what? I swear, but no, no, it's healthy, dude. It's just beans. I'm like, it's Taco Bell beans, bro. Like, it's not, it's not healthy, Taco dude. That was the worst. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> did he did he go to Taco Bell and just get beans? Well, he's a vegetarian, so he get like the bean wrap, bean or the burrito, or something wrap. like that. Yeah, I yeah. got you, I got yeah. you. That's not healthy. No, I, I know. We try to tell him. <laughs> Like, no, it's beans. I'm like, yeah, but it's beans from Taco Bell. It's not, <laughs> not like it's same. like. Are those yeah. even beans? We're yeah, not sure. Right, right. We're not sure. That's just pure soy, bro. Right. That's all. That is. When Kama went to the UPI with Saks, <laughs> he went and like Kama was telling him like what his diet was and this and that, and and Saks was like, no, it's not. You're a liar. <laughs> he eats nothing but pizza and candy. Uh, and they and that's yes. the truth. That's so crazy yeah. to me. And then um. They were like, yeah, you can't eat pizza anymore. <laughs> and then Kama just cut pizza out, and like he, all of a sudden his weight cuts were way easier. Amazing how that works. <laughs> Shout out Minios once again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Making the weight cuts hard. <laughs> yeah. Just giving us something to work for. But, yeah, Kama, another freak of nature right there. Like, he, he just had hip surgery, obviously, and it sounds like he's right back at it. Like, in no time doesn't make sense. What's that recovery all about? You know, Chris? I like, don't. Have you talked to him? Like, how's he feeling so good so fast? It doesn't make sense. I haven't talked to him about it. I don't know. Hmm. He's not. Steroids, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Clearly. Clearly, he's on steroids. I just saw him, like, it wasn't sparring, but just working with Craig Perry. Yeah. On Instagram. I think Craig, yeah. Told me, yeah. Craig told me he was, like, calling got hip started to come back, and he's walking, and, he, it, like, he looks better. I don't know if you've ever seen Kama. He looked like oh yeah he had a gait like too. you could yeah, see yeah, it yeah, like for sure like yeah. his for hips sure. were off for sure and he he said calm was at the gym like which says I'm good I'm beating the shit out of all of you <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just sounds like right. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah Craig man shout out Craig Perry winning by submission whoever right. submission saw that specialist game. yeah what I tell you he got qualified as soon as he came out you said it you said it <laughs> <laughs> you caught right. it. What he comes to the factory right now yeah, too yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Sundays. What's what's having him in the room been like for you guys? Because that's like his Achilles heel was obviously wrestling from the jump. You could tell the kid had a ton of potential on the feet, but then any wrestling scenario, he would just give up position. So now he's the one like winning with grappling. Two fights in a row, he's won through his grappling. Crazy to see that. So what's he like? How he did he adapt a, he, to that room? He won his first fight through striking. Mm. Don't don't sell mm. him short, please. Okay. <laughs> On the record, you have to file that appeal. He won he won it by striking and then whenever they shot, they were unable to take him down. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. His striking did look amazing in that fight. That was I mean, for for a debut, we were like, All right, this this kid's pretty good. No, I mean um no, I mean, when he when he won when he uh his win against Xiao. 
Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I see what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was still the striker. Yeah, they stood set up the for, I got what you're saying. They stood for a while. I before. thought you were saying that he should have won that first. His oh, no, 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 no. He okay. lost. Okay, cool. It was close, though. But that was, Honestly, it was, yeah, it was, that a, was a good fight. Super good. Dude, debut, when yeah. he walked out and they were yeah. like, he's a purple belt. We were like, <laughs> dude, that was Kama fought that day. We were in, yeah. um, who cornered Craig right. for that? Was it you? No, I didn't. No? Who was there at that time? The corner Craig of Sacks. We were all in, um... We we were watching we watched it on a uh, laptop. Nice. And it was his Had first fight, and we probably were probably like, Kirk, I guess. No, because Kirk wasn't coaching at that point. Who else would it have been? Probably uh, deep. Maybe and deep. Someone else. Yeah. Deep. yeah. We have to roll that footage and see who's in. Who's in yeah, yeah. So he's coming out, and like Craig, you know, Craig, he's like the nicest kid in the world. And if Literally. you don't know, he's not like this so much anymore. But like, he would spar and hit you, and be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Seriously, we yeah. were like, like. Like Shaq would be yelling, like, hit me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like cussing at him and stuff. So like we were kind of like we knew Craig could fight, but his first fight, we were like, Does he have that? Right. You know? Right. So then he come out and we seen the look in his eyes, like, oh yeah, great. But then they said the other guy was a purple bout. And Sax was like, wait, what? 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 <laughs> a purple bout? This this could be a problem. <laughs> That's our bad. I remember I remember that message after the fight. Too. Yeah. Because he was like, They lied to me. Because I'm texting him right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The purple belt. <laughs> yeah, so that that kid, Sean McGuire. It was a good gym, too. It was, Scorpion. Very uh, good yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that gym up in Michigan, they had mm -hmm. like a couple UFC fighters. They had um, Amanda. Yeah, what was her last? Uh, help me out. ABC Same was poem. Yeah, ABC. What? Amanda, Bobby, Clark, Cooper. Cooper. There we Amanda go. Amanda Cooper, yeah. <laughs> it's like ABC, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that gym was awesome. They have a good heavyweight, too. He's in the Josh Parisian. That's it. Yeah, Josh yeah. Parisian. Yep. Yeah. So Sean McGuire was really interesting. And this was like uh, their coach, James Gray. He told us ahead of time, he's like, hey, Sean has like crazy performance anxiety. And to watch Sean like throughout weigh ins, throughout everything, like watch him overcome that was really that was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And like I know, obviously, like Craig's the hometown guy and we all we want Craig to do well, but like seeing Sean overcome that too, was a really cool, like unknown component of that fight. And I think to this day, if you look like Sean's never had another fight. So I think that oh, was, really? yeah, I think that was just one for him. Mm. Like just prove that I can do it kind yeah. of thing. Good. Yeah. So it was like crazy to be a part kinda of that. Like, yeah. He'll look back on that. That makes the wind seem a little. He'll look yeah. back better. on that when Craig's <laughs> up know? in you know, the big league. Yeah, like, right. Tell, he'll tell his kids about it. Exactly. For real, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. How yeah. good can Craig be? Like, how good is this kid? I think Craig can, you know, Craig can definitely make it. You know, he just sick. put it all together and he'll be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, his confidence is gaining now, too. Before it was, it wasn't so much as he just, he still does it all the time. He asked me questions and I'm like, really, dude? Like, just not dumb questions, but they're like, just questions about stuff and i'm like and i explained it to him how i would think about it and oh that does make sense you know but he's just he's like not like he's like my little brother you know yeah, yeah. he's like so yeah. innocent yeah like, he's just like from a i feel like he's from like um pleasantville yeah you know what i mean like, yeah. yeah everything everyone's nice everything's good i um <laughs> he's like he's real gullible too one time <laughs> the, the, the story the one time the uh was it the heat or the air conditioning wasn't working at the gym we were yeah, at the math factory on sunday and he's like it's cold in here it's real hot in here or something and i'm like yeah the air conditioning's broke got a broken handle ease 
Oh and he's like, Handley's? I'm like, Handley's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got him. And now, and now, any, ch- any chance he gets, he texts me a joke like that. Oh, yeah, He'll be awesome. texting me throughout the day, and I know it's coming. And he's like, did you hear about the new, the new fighter? <laughs> and, 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 it's like, and it's like a little joke. And I'm like, dude, you got me on that one. He's funny as hell. He's cool, though. His I nickname love, will have to be Craig. Ligma moving yeah, forward. Right, right. <laughs> right. Craig Ligma Perry. I, I actually like it. That's Let's perfect. petition for that. There we go. Instead of McGregor. What, does he have it? Wait, what is he his He doesn't nickname? have a nickname. Yeah, no, okay. I didn't think he McGregor had it. Yeah. McGregor, because he's calm. That's one of the calmest yeah. things he come in. Yeah. McGregor. How hilarious, by the way, of how like exactly he copied McGregor. Well, that's why he Crazy. named McGregor. That's of course, yeah. that's of course, why. Yeah. because that was his guy. He came in like he was like, I'm the ta- McGregor. That the was tattoo good. and everything. everything. Right. That's right. that's a next level of like commitment <laughs> fandom right there yeah. for sure. But yeah, he's one of the nicest kids ever. Like oh, yeah, again, sure. it doesn't surprise me at all that he was the one that was like. Are you okay? Every time I hit mm. you in sparring, right. and he hits like hard. Yeah, like, he'll hit you hard. Are Clearly, yeah. Like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to hit you back. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. I'm fine. <laughs> That's crazy. So moving forward, guys, I mean, I just want to, like, end this by talking about a little bit December. we got to focus on December because, like you said, one fight at a time. So I just want to know. We talked about Jacob a little bit, Patton, but, like, specifically for you, you take things one fight at a time. You let your coaches break down the film. But do you set – little mini goals going into a fight is there anything like you want to see from yourself in this fight win lose or draw like is there anything in particular that you're like i want to prove this this time finish nice i don't i don't go in there to get paid by the hour you know i'd like to i want to finish all my opponents if i get the opportunity um it's if it presents itself you know like when Mm -hmm. i fought Derek patterson he didn't give me the opportunity to finish him um so it's all about like get seeing seeing those moments and seizing those moments you know because sometimes in a fight, I noticed with Zimic, I was stepping off to my right, and he threw a double left hand, and I caught it when I should have just dropped my right hand on him. Because I was going this mm-hmm. way, and he was trailing, winging mm-hmm. over top, and I should have just threw it right down the pipe. So if I can capitalize a little bit more on those, because those are the punches that they don't see. They're coming in, and it, and it puts people down, or it hurts Absolutely. them. And it leads to the TKO, it leads to the finish. So something like that would be... um. Would be cool, you know, <laughs> capitalizing on big moments. Definitely. How do you drill? Because obviously you're not trying to finish people in the gym. So how do you practice those sequences exactly? Uh, you just hit people. I, I still, <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm not trying to I'm knock them out, but I'm trying to buzz people. Yeah. You know, I'll buzz you a little bit. I'm not like CTE. I'm not giving people CTE, but like. It's good. I'm trying to at least like land clean, you know. Yeah. And you can tell when it lands clean and someone kind of takes a step back and hesitates and they look at you kind of funny, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but how, so for you, I assume that's kind of natural. Cause you've been a part, like you said, the old fight club sparring days are kind of legendary. <laughs> so for you, yeah. for yeah, you, you, that's natural. But how would you tell like a, like a Craig Perry, for instance, just talking about him, how do you drill that into somebody? Because in that training environment, it does to me, at least it seems very much like I'm not actually trying to hurt you. But in a real fight, you need to have that capacity to hurt somebody. One thing, um, I used to have this problem actually a lot. Um, one thing Dave Sachs told me in one of our many conversations where he's like kind of guiding me and I give him a problem I've had. And he, he said, just take the face off the person. Just don't, they're not your friend right now. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're a faceless person. It's just someone trying to hit you. You know what I mean? So when we're sparring... We might be friends, and I talk when I'm sparring. Ask Carly. I talk to everyone when we're sparring, so I, I'll still talk, 
but we're not friends right now. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's just, it's cool. And we're friends right after, you know what I mean? But in the moment, we're not, you're not a person to me, you know, at the time. That's so, crazy. Because otherwise, it's it, it, it hurts you to be friends, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, especially like some of the strikes that land are pretty, sometimes they're pretty bad. Yeah. So... What do you talk like when you talk during sparring? What are you saying? Is it uh, like a normal? It depends. I'll, I'll like if I try to set something up and I read it wrong. I'm like, oh, you got me there, or like, oh, I got you. I got like, you. Give him a little. Nod. So like friendly, competitive banner yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just make them think about it. I you like know? that. I can't wait till I start. You know, not that I'm gonna be talking in fights, but like in a fight, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. Kyle Zimmick got me that with that my last fight. I uh, I went to take him down in the last round and I slipped and he ended up on top. And then we worked our way back to the other cage, and I started to get up again, and I slipped. And he's like, it's slippery in here, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. And then he punches me in the face like two <laughs> times. I'm like, you mother. I was like, oh, my. He got me there. Because he, like, he didn't like take me out of my aspect. I was still fighting, but it was like for a second. Just I was enough. Like, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, like, yeah, it's slippery in here. And then all of a sudden, two fists come <laughs> his fist comes in my face twice. Uh, I'm like, thanks, bud. You know? Nice. So when you see, like, Take it all the way up to the UFC. You see guys that talk a lot in the cage. There's a real strategy to that, you think? Uh, certain people, yeah. yeah. Like I, Nate I def- Diaz, Nick Diaz, yeah, probably the most Kevin famous. Holland, yeah, yeah. Uh, even Sean Strickland. Yeah. I definitely think that. And I feel like it has to be a part of you. Like, it's not like if you don't Can't talk. Can't fake that. Yeah, if yeah. you don't talk, don't talk. But it, I'll talk during my sparring rounds. If I'm going super hard, it's just fun to me. Nice. I'll, someone will hit me. I'll give them. See, I feel, I feel like, like Kevin Holland and you... Like Yin's talk just because like Kevin Holland's talking like right now. So do you like so do you. It's just eh, you know. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like, like other people might like talk to like get into you. I feel like you guys talk just like eh, whatever. This is like Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's just part so of yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. I'm part of what's yeah. going on. And I'm almost like it's mm-hmm. almost like I'm having a conversation with myself sometimes. Right. Exactly. I it's it, it's I hate when I spar with someone and I'm like and I hit them or they hit me with something, I'm like, Yeah, it was nice, whatever. I was I thought I was trying to avoid that. Or I say something and they look at me like I didn't even talk. Like I'm, I'm speaking here. Like you know, like listen to me. Listen to me. I'm talking to myself. Carly gets so mad when I do it. Oh my god! I know if I start talking to her, she's gonna brush me. True. All the time. And what? then we'll get into a fight, fight. <laughs> fight, fight. What about it? Well, like, why do you hate it? It's mostly just because it's him. That's it. That's fair. That's, that's really fair. all it is. That's a very fair. Because anybody answer. else. Yeah. <laughs> like me, like when Brit spars, like me and her, like she's actually she kind of talks sometimes, and it doesn't bother me. It makes me laugh. But when he does it, it's just different. Because <laughs> usually he's be- probably beating my ass. <laughs> I don't know. The last podcast you were on, you shared a few tales of the opposite happening yeah. in exactly. the gym. So I'm just saying, there's right. there's conflicting stories here. Right. It's usually <laughs> me, like just trying to pick her out of her. <laughs> Pick at her, pick at her, and keep her safe, and then she's just trying to hurt me. <laughs> like, it's... it's. <laughs> what is that dynamic like a, as a couple, obviously, both in fighting? Like, that adds a whole different layer. I feel like that's pretty... It's not, like, super rare in fighting. You see it here and there. But, I mean, as a couple sparring, like, how, what, how does that play into things? Does that make it more difficult, easier? Is it like... Both, yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah it depends how the the mood is for the day. Sure, yeah. but it's it's usually like we'll train and then we'll talk about on the ride home yeah. what we were nice. doing, what we had yeah. problems with, what was going well. You know what I mean? And then if it went bad, we just silent car ride. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, dude, Carly was like, yeah, and you're like, no, I'm kidding. But Carly's like, no, yeah, that's that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> it's not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's such a specific language too. Like MMA is its own little language, so it's got to be helpful for you both that like you know what each other's going yeah. through in a fight. Like we were talking, like the Kyle Zimmick fight, and I was like half joking, "How is it for you?" Because yeah. like that seems to me that would be hard to watch your significant other go through a fight like that. But oh, on the yeah. flip side, like Justin, you've seen her go through that same scenario so many times already. Yeah. So that's, is that helpful, like, as a couple in the relationship that, like, you guys can feed off each other in the fights and know what the other person's feeling? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, because you kind of know what energy to give them whenever they get out of the cage, you mm -hmm. know, because I know she knows better than anyone that when I'm in the back, don't even talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm there to hang out and chill until it's my turn to go, and we go and do our thing. There's too many people trying to come back and talk to you and give you this in the ear. I listen to my coaches, and that's about it. If you're not like, don't. Granted, I love my team and everything, but when I'm in the back, I like to be. I like to have my own thoughts. We talked about this before. My own thoughts, my own energy. Yep. That's yep. a lesson for everybody listening too. Like even all the way down to like the kids, all the way down to amateur boxing. Like everybody's comes. So you have a kid who's their first fight, or you know any fight. Everybody else to them, it's a hoorah. Mm -hmm. They want to take pictures with mm -hmm. you. They want to do this. You, all those pictures you take prior to the fight, that's energy. Yep. That's energy wasted. Yeah. Take them after. Yeah. yeah. And and they take those pictures and you lose. Guess what? Those pictures get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> They're not sharing that. <laughs> you know? Dude, I'm glad you brought that up because this is a crazy component that you always hear people say. Like, when I win a fight, I can't even answer all the texts I get. But when yeah. I lose a fight, nobody yep. cares. Nobody yeah. messages. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's, what's that like? Because that, to me, is like the shittiest thing ever. I just... The it people just it just makes you realize think like, there's two ways to look yeah I, I was gonna say i think it may in a way it makes you realize like who's like not really not like who's there for you but like kind who of loves like, you. like who really loves you who really doesn't but also like maybe they're thinking maybe they don't want to be bothered because that's right boss, i agree so like mm -hmm. you don't really know i agree yeah, yeah I so it, i think it's both i th do think it's both because i have like like friends like when i've lost that like don't bother me but then like we talk like months six months later and like kind of like talk about it a little mm -hmm. bit and it's like because they maybe understand like that. how like think about it like you lose how, how many how many text messages do you want to yeah, do you, you really want to go go, go get them yeah, next yeah. time bro yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure yeah like even like 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 the losses <laughs> like he's like taking like like we don't even like i'm like you don't even gotta like I'll talk about it really, you know, no. like it happened. Like, let's move on, you know. I remember after you lost to Wendy, I asked, like, that was like our first fight together, yeah. But we, yeah. I didn't corner you, mm. but yeah, that, yeah. And I, I was like, you that after the fight, I was like, how, you know, how are you? You're like, I'm good, yeah. I, I don't really, you actually said, I don't really dwell on things, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Can't. yeah That's I had my moment, got and to, then it was like, yeah, right, it is what it is, you know. I will say, when Justin wins, I think. You seem happier than him. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. It's it's, 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 well, when you, I feel like just like, I mean, we go through like, I mean, I've been nine fight camps, I think, now with mm -hmm. him. And like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I've seen like both sides of it. Like, I, you know, this first, I think our first two fights together, he lost. And like, just to mm -hmm. see like the transition, because like you guys all talk about like the transition with Cam, and that's like right when we like kind of, yeah, like, okay. together. So like, I've seen like, his him changed through that entire time so like when he wins it's like you know like i knew kind of you know i kind of knew like when he was like that's like 
that like weird spot, you know, that right. struggle spot. And like, you weren't, you didn't, you didn't get in when he was winning. You got in when he was down. Yeah, right. That's, that's a real one. Right that's a real one right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So like when he wins now, it's just like you know, it's just something. It's it's so cool. It's special. Yeah, it's awesome. What I hear there is that she's the reason for your turnaround right. after Cam. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Clearly. No, I think things just worked out how they were supposed to. Yeah. yeah they always out. do, right? Yeah. The world's very weird like that. Yeah. And he, thoughts he, connect. He yeah. made the choices to make his career better. Like, I didn't do that for him, you know? Sure. But to have you both committed to a similar goal has yeah. got to, like, It definitely yeah. helps. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you get home from work and... You know, I could. And Chicago's like, I'm going to train. All right, we're going to train. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not going to, like, she's oh, going to yeah, go and you're going to stay back. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holding each yeah. other accountable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You we, got, go ahead. With Granite, sometimes we're like, yeah, you need a rest day. You're like, yeah, you need a rest day. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. You know, because, nice. like, she'll, she'll do stuff where if something happens, she won't tell coaches. And I get to the point where I'm like, I, you tell them or I'm going to call them. Mm. And then she'll call them and text them. Because <laughs> she just like, she just, you know what I mean? I have no problem telling anyone anything, you know? I'm not, it is what it is. You know? It's super important. I mean, you hear people talk all the time about recovery. And yeah. that means physical and mental recovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So th that's a huge part of you the month. You got to take days yeah. off. Yeah. For sure. It's hard, but yeah. You but you got to gotta, you gotta take them when it's appropriate necessary yes yeah. yeah yes it's you have like you take the day when your body tells you to take a day off your mind tells you to take a day off take a day off yeah. but then you can't make it so much that you get people that are like oh i'm taking a day off and then you know they're taking yeah. like three days off a week yeah. Well, yeah not much is gonna get done now yeah there is definitely that mentality of like mm -hmm. once you take one day off oh i can just do that right. again you can't do let that it, again you can't yeah you it. can't yeah. do that but when it's appropriate Mm -hmm. And I think having like you two being committed to a similar goal, yeah. training at the same gym yeah. is huge. Like, I'm sure. We know what, e yeah, we know what each other's doing. So yeah. like if you know one of us maybe slacks a little bit or is doing too much, like we you know we know, so mm -hmm. it makes it easier to. It helps too to have someone that knows, like you've been saying it, what you're going through. Yeah. Yes. Like John yeah. DeJesus said, him, uh, <clears throat> him and Mackenzie would say that like she's a mistress to mm -hmm. MMA because mm -hmm. it's. I mean, it's the truth. That's what it is. Yeah. It's such yeah. a commitment. Yeah. 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 Even like my wife, constantly, it's like, yeah. what was it? Oh, your fight. Probably. I think it was. It was like, hey, uh, I'm not going. All right, I'm going. It's like four days notice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was yours crazy. fight. It was like yeah. For New Line? Which, yeah. yeah. For okay. New Line, yeah. Thursday. We left Friday night. It was Thursday. Like, oh my god! Like, all right, I was like, oh, "Hey, babe, remember that fight two <laughs> weeks ago that I told you I was going to be away, and we had all these things planned. We had all these, uh, like, um, you know, our parents are coming over to watch Rory because you're working that weekend stuff, and then we axed it all. We got to do that. Again. It's happening again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, like, that is the sport, though. Oh yeah. Right. <sighs> What's a like? Is a competitor like? Obviously, you're training all the time. Like, you're roughly ready to go. If your weight's good, you're ready to go. But just mentally, like, when you only have a couple of days, to be like, I'm fighting in three days. Um, You mean, like, for that fight? Like yeah, specifically, yeah, specifically. Like, that fight, it was, like, that was a roller coaster, honestly. Mm -hmm. It was, like, two weeks. I had to do, like, a bunch of, like, like, they thought something was wrong with my heart. And I had oh, to, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I had to do, like. Totally a, forgot to ask about that. I, yeah, I had to, like, do all these tests. I had to drive to, like, West Virginia because. That's like where I had to go to the doctor's at to get my physical. And then the, the doctor failed me because I have a heart murmur. 
So she's like, you have to get a echocardiogram and see a cardiologist before I'll clear you to fight. And like, I'm like making all these phone calls and trying to get all this stuff scheduled. And it at first I wasn't even gonna fight because I wasn't gonna be able to see the cardiologist in time. And they called me, it was a Monday of fight week and they called me and they're like, we can get you in this cardiologist on Wednesday and I'm like alright I'll take it oh my so I God. messaged Keith I'm like I know I told you I couldn't fight but there's a chance that like I might be able to so I get to the um, I get to the doctor she take that she says my echo was perfect but she didn't want to do an EKG and then with the EKG she saw like a little like thing that she didn't like and she's like well now you gotta do a stress test and she's like I'm gonna see what I can do so she like came back in the room like after like 15 minutes. I'm sitting there like, oh my god, what the <laughs> heck? Like, is this is gonna happen. Is this is not gonna happen. And they were able to do it. And I had to like get on this treadmill at a run for like ever because they like you have to get your like heart rate to like this certain sure. point. So I had to be like in stage five before I was able to be done. And yeah, they cleared me and everything. And it was like, yeah, it was Thursday, and I'm they they told me everything was like good, and I got like all the paperwork and stuff. And so it was just like, yeah, just stay focused and like. I don't know, like, none of that stuff matters. Like, I got to be ready to fight on fight day. The fact that you, Isaac and I have talked about this personally, like, behind, I'm not going to go into detail, but the fact that you, through all of that, were like, I want to fight. Yeah. Like, it it was. There's so many people that would have just, like. They're looking for a way out. Oh, there it is. It's not even my fault. It's not even a way out. It's not even not even necessarily a way out, but yes, yes. But just to like, all right, I'm not gonna fight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to eating cookies. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go back to normal life. You, yeah. you were like, I want to fight. I'm gonna do yeah. everything possible to make this happen. It was even weird because it was like it was like fight week, and I like I knew I wasn't fighting, and I like it felt like I was fighting. Mm. It's like it's just like something like felt like it like I don't know. It was just like I, I I'm like I'm gonna fight this weekend. Like it's. Some I knew it was like somehow something. That was a fun weekend. Yeah, that was a good weekend. It was. It was really nice. Nice. It was a good fun. weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was just like staying focused and I don't know things were supposed to happen. They happen. That's sick. You know, I've talked to Keith a time or two. I like him a lot. He's, he he's seems a, like he's a good dude. Super yeah. Cool. yeah, I do super yeah. patient and yeah. stuff. Like I've that. had two two shows with him now. Nice. Yeah, and both times he was. I've heard nothing right. but good things about yeah. New Line, honestly. I mean, you yeah. guys know how the local MMA scene, if somebody's yeah. a trash promotion, that word mm-hmm. gets yeah. out fast. I've no, never, yeah, never heard a bad word. Yep, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, they did a great job. And yeah, we stayed in a little bit of a ghetto hotel, but that was actually fun. That's <laughs> West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kentucky. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it was Kentucky. Yeah. That's, like, that's like the final boss of yeah. West Virginia, dude, we were, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was like a lingerie store or something. They had like this massive. Yeah, what was it called? Like, it was called something weird. Hollywood, like something. I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, it was funny. After <laughs> party there. No. <laughs> we went to what Buffalo Wild They have Wings. a show tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. That was the one I was supposed to fight. That was the boxing match. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Oops. That's okay. Yeah, sorry, we're, I'm sorry about that. It's a good sparring. <laughs> the other guy, dude. Hey, next contract, we'll discuss it. That's what I'm saying. Hey, listen. Everything happens. Dots connect. Facts. That happened. Can't do 45 days out, but things were discussed with amateur boxing that maybe, so mm. things were moved. Mm. So you couldn't fight, but in the future, maybe others can. Yeah. Mm. And, you, and you yourself.
yourself. So moving some the way. Exactly. <laughs> Doing it. See, dude, that's huge. That's huge. One thing I forgot to ask you guys about. I was going to end the podcast, but now I want to ask about this because I I totally forgot. Well, what's it like when you both have to fight on the same night? Because you guys both fought at Bippy 12, yeah. right? And now you're doing yeah. it again in December on the 16th. So, yeah, just what's that like for you guys? Uh, it's not, I mean, I don't really, she's fighting, I'm fighting. It's not, yeah. I remember I'm standing out there in the walkway and I see her get choked out by Wendy and Isaac looks at me and said, linear focus. I'm yeah. like, yep, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the mm. same thing as when I seen, not the same thing, obviously. Cause Craig's not my girlfriend, but um, <laughs> but when I seen Craig Perry's arm get broke, I immediately just turned around and went yeah. to the back because that doesn't matter. Like not not saying that Craig doesn't matter, but I cannot deal with those feelings. Yeah, not, you can't. It's not your. I can't. It's not your. Yeah, yeah embrace those right. feelings right now. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like you gotta have I, linear I, focus. Bringing something up, I actually think it'd be harder for you. I was just gonna say to that. fight because after the fight, you have to control your emotions, win, lose, yeah. draw. To that, it's not a. He needs yeah. to be, you know. Mm. Yeah, that that was like something with the when I fought Wendy. Like, I don't. I didn't really don't tell make many people this, but like, it was kind of stressful. Like knowing I'm fighting before him, and like obviously it's a fight, and literally anything could happen. Like on, honestly, thank God I just got choked out, cause like you know something bad could have really happened, and then like he has to fight next, and like obviously like he's like really like mentally strong, but. I don't know. I can I can guarantee if he fought and something happened, I'd be a, a mess. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but I think for like this, like that was like a learning experience, and I just have to like worry about me at that time, and like you know everything's gonna be fine. You know if something happens, like it's gonna be fine. You know that's the first, honestly the first thing I I asked uh, Matt Schaefer. I'm like, how is Justin all right? Like after I lost, I'm like, is Justin all right? Like because I knew like he had to fight still, and you know. So just now, I think this time I just have to like not worry about it. I'm super impressed by that. That's awesome for for both of you just to have that mental fortitude, like you understanding the assignment, Justin understanding the yeah. assignment, like you, Patton, with with Perry and her. Like, just where does how do you cultivate that? Because it's such an it's such an emotional response that like to some degree, I'm sure you can't control it. Like you are feeling things when you see that she gets choked out. What's the process of the reset like for you? I was just kind of jagged it, and I was just ready to make this dude pay for it. You know, I wasn't like you did in that yeah. fight. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, I was just I was kind of the elbows. Yeah, I was just like jagged, and I was just pumped up to ready to make this dude pay for it. I didn't mm. really think like um, I tell people all the time, all the bullshit going on in your life, all that, everything outside the cage, nothing matters. Whether yeah. you, as soon as you make weight. Nothing matters. Your walkout, your prep, whatever rituals you want to do, none of that matters mm -hmm. except what happens in the cage. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to be one of those people that think you have to do things a certain way and do shit a certain way. No, whatever. the only thing that matters, I could, honestly, I could eat this pizza and go fight. As long as I win my fight, the pizza didn't matter. You right. know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's the preparation that makes you confident in that, but it's what happens in the cage. Yeah. All the bullshit outside is the bullshit outside. You just need to let that go. It's like a, the meditation thing where they say your thoughts, and they're, they're just a river. Just let it go by. You don't hold on to that. It clogs up the dam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So We got to clip that for young fighters. That's, <laughs> some, that's, that's some of the best advice that I've heard right there, man. That's huge because how many – I mean, do you got – I don't know if you guys really pay attention or care at this point, but, like, 
how many young amateurs do you guys see making missteps like that, like focusing on the wrong things? The and time. you're like, God, I wish I could just tell you, yeah, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. We talk about yeah. this all the yeah. time yeah. about people posting on how many. You look at my Instagram. My Instagram posts are when my fight was announced and yeah. after my fight. I don't post stories about me training. I don't care. Yeah. Nick Brown told Ethan Hayes actually told me something Nick Brown said. He said, um, my opponent should know I'm training. And if he doesn't, the joke's on him. You know, that's, nice. that's his yeah. mistake. That's not yeah. mine. You should know I'm training. You should expect me to be training, training my hardest. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I feel like when you're worrying about like taking a video or a picture, like you're not, you're not focused on like what's happening. That's true. Happening it's it's right it's now. human nature. Like, I don't like, even think about that. Like no, if you're never. in the zone, you're yeah. you're doing your thing, and yeah. it's like it's like oops, I forgot to I get, tell everybody I'm training today. <laughs> right? Yeah, it didn't oh, count. Well. <laughs> oh well. If you didn't take a picture in the gym, it didn't count. Didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. it's just like after every sparring session, people are doing that. After every training session, which like it's cool you want to get your followers yeah. up you know what i mean but like i think it helps like the pr them to promote their self but also like you got to be putting in the words yeah. for sure i'm for not sure. saying those people aren't but like you need to draw attention to yourself yeah at the I think same time but if you're it. drawing attention to yourself with no product it ain't worth shit yeah, yeah. Yep. so yeah. you gotta it. you gotta build the product before you draw the attention that's the best way to put it i think and that, then do both yep, yep. Like I would, I would say Lucas Siebert's a good example of both. Like he's about it, he's walking the walk, and also like constantly posting, constantly Some of his drawing posts attention. Are so funny, he's hilarious. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll react I personally messaged him. You say, like, bro, yeah, <laughs> that's you, good. You, you literally made me. I told him the one time, I was like, dude. You literally made me spit my coffee across, <laughs> across my table here this morning. Yeah. This is hilarious. Yeah. The one with uh, Teasdale being the angry elf had me. Oh, he's like, oh, he's an angry elf. I'm like, bro, you're <laughs> reckless. He, he really is reckless with yeah. it, but he knows. It's like, excellent. It's you know perfect. what he did? He heard our podcast about how we were like, he's not Mark Cherico. I remember that. Like, let yeah. me one up that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you guys say again? I'm not Mark Cherico. <laughs> Nobody's Mark Cherico, to be fair. Yeah. That's a one of a kind dude right there. What's he doing? But, I mean, days? he he talks shit to tease though, like Mark Cherico oh, yeah, talks shit. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, that For was sure. that was personal, I guess. Yeah. A little bit. It a little bit. What's real cool about that is that they totally, they're like friends now. Like they oh, totally really? hashed it out after. Yeah. Really? Yeah, which was surprising. So that was cool. So that we're not going to see the fight? No. Not gonna see. It. Not. I'm heartbroken. I'll say not here. for us. Well, maybe for us. You never know. But it's one of those things that they both look at. Like, hey, if we're gonna fight each other, let's like a Devontae Smith and comma situation. Make it, make, make it worthwhile yeah. right. financially and everything, because that's obviously a huge fight. Yeah. Right. Which I get that. I respect yeah. that as much as I would love to say, like, yeah, they're fighting in December. They're not. Right. Nah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a sick fight, though. But yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming out. I'm going to end this thing so Thank you guys you. don't have to stare at pizza and whiskey mm -hmm. any longer. <laughs> but it's been awesome having you both. Like, this is a really cool way to do this. I think this is the first time we've ever had, like, a four-person podcast. We've done, like, the recaps and things yeah. like that where it's me, Ryan, Jim, and Danny, or Strip District Meets guy and stuff like that. But having this kind of conversation is really cool to hear it from all angles and, like, different, like, you guys are all coming at it from very different angles but all intersecting in the same place right now. What what? You want the meats? <laughs> Bucks. Dude, Meat bucks. let's go. We I was got just a double there. shot chance. We like time. meats. That's true. You guys yeah. got two chances to get the yeah. meat bucks. I love it. That's one of my favorite things. Have you guys ever been there? No. For real? No. Oh, I, I, it's right across from the dispensary. Where is it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> right though? Am I right? 
Dude, hang on, hang on. Because <laughs> I was going to say, strip. yeah, because I was going to say, when you go to Stout on Saturdays, it's like right by Stout. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's right by Stout, right? But then you're like, it's right by the dispensary. <laughs> it is, right? though, isn't it? It is. It is right yeah. across, like literally across yeah. the street from the dispensary. <laughs> where, where is it in relation to Stout? Uh, but it's by that candy store, too. That, yeah, um, yeah, you know, like old... Grandpa Joe's or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, what street? I'm not not real road street, right? Nah. No, it's on Penn Ave. Yeah. But okay. yeah, it's I mean it's right on the main drag. Yeah. Like there's that mega Pittsburgh store that has all like the fake shirts on the corner. Oh. Yeah. It's right beside that, basically. Yeah. 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 It's on that side too, right? That you know the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But dude, that place is legit. But definitely incredible. you have the strip district. Yes. I mean it's like pure. You know definitely hard... you? No. Wait, definitely you of the strip? What's definitely you? Oh, definitely you is the um that's the South Hills, uh, like knockoff, counterfeit, counterfeit. Okay. Um, Where's that Pittsburgh at? gear? Where's but it's not. At? It's actually real Pittsburgh gear now. They they've leveled uh, up, but for years they were like uh, they used to get Nike jeans and stuff. <laughs> Nike, <laughs> Nike don't make jeans. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, Nike's never made jeans. Where did you get those? <laughs> one of one, definitely you, bro. Definitely Nike made them for me specifically. Mm -hmm. These are my signature. Jeans. Do you know Matt Light? Yeah, the comedian. The comedian? Yeah, he he uh, <laughs> hypes definitely you all the time. Okay, that's his spot. If okay. you, that's his nice. Pittsburgh spot. That's his that's Pittsburgh fun. gear spot. But yeah. they're legit now, so that's yeah, that's they're legit. Fun. They that's have real stuff. That sucks. Yeah, they need fun. to go back to their roots and like break the law a little <laughs> more. In my opinion, more counterfeit. They got like the yeah. five for twenty like cheap t-shirts okay. now. I like that. I have to check it out. Where's it at in the South Hills? Um, if it's still there, it's uh unless they moved. No, it's still mm. there. Up in uh the Brentwood Town Square. Okay. Gotcha. I don't go there often, but I'll have to make a stop. Me either. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> Why would you really? Yeah. But strip district meets for real. Like if one of you wins it, you're gonna be very happy. Very, very happy. Just there today with Hoot Lee won the last meat bucks and I was there and he knew absolutely nothing about food or meat, which makes it even funnier because he goes in, he's like the options are very overwhelming there. Oh, like you walk in and it's like, holy, like literally. What do you mean he doesn't meat. know the options Dude, of meat? Like, what do you bro, mean? He you, had get, no, you get steak, you get rib. Like He had you, no idea like what was what. He's like, bro, I still live at home. Like my mom buys the groceries. I don't know. Right. Like, I just but eat doesn't he have made. a choice? Like, hey, it's Hoot's birthday. I want <laughs> roast tonight. I want steak. He doesn't I want know. Rib. He doesn't know. Like, no choice. Pick one. He, gets <laughs> no choice he has no idea. He has no idea. So the GM of the place was like, I'm just going to get you a whole prime strip loin and just cut it down into steaks for you. How's that That's sound? Funny. Hoot's like, yeah. <laughs> like, All right. That's, That's the most boring though. spending meat bucks because it was just like one thing, but awesome at the same time. Yeah. Left with like 13 like crazy quality steaks Ooh. like all right yeah i think he good. did right yeah. i think he did right yeah yeah that's that's a good way to do it so i want to see you guys get in there and get some like kangaroo and camels double meat they got kangaroo yeah dude oh they got they have crazy. kangaroo there yeah. kangaroo camel gator uh, i'm uh, trying wait. to think of like well i'd like to try dude, they got gator. they got crazy I? stuff i need to walk there i'm doing that after stouts next week dude seriously well, no, next week i'll be in tennessee the following week fair i'm going you going down for cheyenne yeah. Nice. That's a good fight, too. I'm yeah. excited Mayor for that. Mare Bear. That's a good promotion. I've heard good things about that promotion, too. Really? Wait, Kama fought for them, right? I don't Is know. it Aries? Yeah. yeah. He fought oh, Trevor Peak. Yeah. yeah. Is that, was, was that was yeah, Trevor? Yeah. That was that one? Okay. Yeah. He'll probably be there. Trevor Peak, then. Hell yeah. Nice. That's exciting. Did you exciting see his time. last fight? Trevor's? Yeah. I did not, but I heard it was a slobber knocker. He looked good. Imagine that. He looked much 
like um better that's crazy not so much a maniac like he thought yeah, he is like a he maniac thought, it was like he was thinking <laughs> for like 30 percent of like, the hey, fights and then he'd be like fuck you yeah. <laughs> but that 30 percent was a was like a like that's a different shit. guy game changer like oh yeah. fuck like like when Gaethje fought Tony Ferguson and was like calculated about yeah, it. Right. Like, oh my God, who's ever going to that guy? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's an interesting component. But we're going to wrap this thing up. All right, up. guys. Cheers, bro. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Yes, we'll sir. see you guys December 16th, 5019. Let's go.